Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. We're podcasters. He's a host, baby. Keep him coming, big boy. I'm sorry, broth you hate broth. That's Flim Flam. This ain't no comedy show. Well, kind of it. I bought hot dogs. Love it. Love it. Love it. My favorite. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo 
Hello, Adidas. Welcome to the program, episode uh, 3125 of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny, the final episode of the season, right? Is that right? Is that yeah. Uh, well, you got some assorted uh, platinum uh, offerings coming. Sure, but if you are just in the free feed, this is uh, your final one, and then the next episode you'll hear may or may not start with a 32. Right. I don't know if anything is going to drop uh, in between that, if there's any sort of... Well, there's nothing bonusy for the for the free feed, right? You gotta you gotta bump up the platinum to get bonus episodes. Sometimes we put a bonus in the free feed to, to tie, you know, to to uh, if we take the week off or there's some scheduling issue. Yeah, that happens at time to time. Maybe we'll do it this time just to uh, uh, signify an end of a season and start a new one. I don't know. Well, I don't know about that either, because I believe there's somebody booked for next week. Oh well, so then we, we won't uh, do that. <laughs> yeah, we don't. I don't believe we have that. Uh, We've got our shit together, guys. We know exactly what's happening. You never know when bonuses will end up in the feed, though. Well, that's exactly right, and uh, yeah, that's more of an Elliot and Matt conversation than it is for Jimmy. I, uh, as I've said before, I am the show, and you guys are the biz, and uh, that is how Daddy likes it. Yet he likes to be kept abreast of things. If he's not, he gets very upset. <laughs> um, we welcome you in, hot off that Super Bowl game. Uh, just, listen, it's rigged. It, there's no question; it's rigged. <laughs> My team didn't win, so it's rigged. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Is that something that people have been saying? Yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of uh, hashtag rigged on uh, on Twitter because there was a late call where the player on the other team admitted he did what he was called on. Yet players are uh, people are still saying he shouldn't have been called on. So, well, that that's better than what like some comedians joke would happen that that there would be like because it was in Arizona that they would say that it was a fake. Uh, score or something like that. Yeah, there was a lot of that, of course. Yeah. You know, if only Mike Pence was uh, had a spine, uh, this game would not be uh, decided, <laughs> and uh, so on and so forth. So uh, uh, we, uh, as a family, the uh, Danielle and Oliver and myself, we watched the Super Bowl, which makes it the second game I've watched uh, in, in a year, if I'm including last year's Super Bowl. <laughs> right. Uh, so that's two mm-hmm. that I've watched, uh, but I very much enjoyed it. I enjoyed the game mm-hmm. uh, very much. I found the... Um, that said, I do not need, and I stand by this with baseball too. By the way, I love baseball. I, I you know, you know, what am I, Trump? Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know that I like baseball. Uh, I don't need the five guys in suits playing grab ass, walking me through what I just saw. Yeah. Uh, you know, laughing at each other's lame jokes, talking over each other. Uh, yeah. Terry Bradshaw at a cabbie hat. I don't need any of that. I don't need it. Yeah. Uh, and it's the same with baseball. I don't need them. You know, talking about getting, you know, making barrel and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, again, uh, a-, a rod not being comfortable on camera and smiling after everything he says, even if it's something serious, because he was told by some, you know, he prob- probably took a class on how to be a broadcaster. Yeah. And they told him, you know, you got to look at the camera and smile. And so no matter what he talks about, yeah, he smiles. You know, it, uh, anyway, that's baseball. But yesterday, it's their group of those guys. Right. And I don't need that. It seems like there's a, a personnel arms race in, in halftime shows on television because I feel like it used to be two guys, maybe. Then it was three guys. Then mm-hmm. it was four guys. These guys got five guys. I mean, how many fucking guys do you need to cram into a shot to feel it's, like you're covering all the angles? Two knowledgeable guys should be able to have a conversation a, about it. Doesn't you don't what, what does it add to like Terry Bradshaw just looks like an old man on a park bench at this point. He's <laughs> hunched over Agreed. with the hat on. He's mumbling to himself. It, it doesn't add anything. I think you need let me throw this into the mix. Three at the most. Yeah. You need a broadcaster yes. to steer the ship. Yeah. Former player to give you the player's point of view. And then former uh, coach, yes. to the coach's point of view. Love it. That's it. Yep. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. And I don't need, I don't, they don't need to be funny. 
They don't need to be interesting. Just tell yeah. me what if I'm watching because I'm not. Right. By the way, that's what I'm taking my squiz. That's what I'm jerking it. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's the thing. I thought I had stepped away to miss all that, but I still ended up seeing some of it. Uh, I guess uh, they have, you know, they need that certain amount of time to set up the 29 minutes. The halftime is a regular football game is 13 minutes, 29 Mm -hmm. minutes for this, uh, which uh, players do complain is a little too long. They they don't like that uh, that much downtime. They I get it. I I do, too. That's a long time. Uh, The whole thing is too much. Uh, Let them just play. Why, Why are there? There's like 50 people on the field for an hours before the game starts doing all sorts of things that have nothing to do with well, anything. Did, did you see the thing uh, where they showed the 1968 Super Bowl or whatever it was? Uh, yeah, it was four guys. Yeah. <laughs> four guys. And this time there's there's 8,000 guys. Right. I had a Pringles can yeah. outfit. <laughs> you know, there's every, every There's other. like 17 boom mics. Can we just have one one mic? We should probably catch up. We don't need all of them. It's uh, it, it's it's bananas. Uh, what it's be, you know, it's become a show. There's no question about that. And I know show you guys know business. <laughs> um, the uh, but, but this is, again, two guys who don't give a shit and no. don't watch football complaining about a thing that but, we feel obligated to watch once a year. But in a way, that's who it's catered yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. It's catered to us right. um, to try to get us to watch it. It's catered to a yeah. younger demographic uh, to try to get them involved. <clears throat> yeah. um, and, uh, you know, it works. We watch it. Uh, I felt personally, if you get away from the game, I personally felt it was a very weak run of commercials. Mm-hmm. I was not, uh, you know, every morning zoo does their commercial mm-hmm. recap. And, you know, we're yeah. no exception. <laughs> Doing the 16 years, 17 years. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, th- I thought there were a few good ones, and I thought there were a, uh, a gaggle of just uh, the money, by the way, completely interrupting myself. The money that that Jesus was one of us spot, the money they spent on that, it could have housed people. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and those people are evil. Those are people that have given money to uh, try to um, uh, uh, defund Planned Parenthood. Not They've cool. uh, they go out of their way to be horrible human beings. And, yeah. and those commercials, it's almost like listening to Christian rock. It fools you. Yeah. You're watching that commercial going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, then when you do a little research about that, uh, that organization, they're they're just awful. I, I sort of gathered that uh, because I was texting with a friend and I was like, I. I was like, I don't I, I'm curious as to where this is coming from, but I, I kind of don't want to know because I suspect it's somewhere bad. And he was yeah. like, it is. I read I read up on it. It's terrible. Yeah, that's like, okay. Uh, good. Uh, but I, that said, I, I do have a meeting with Scientology tomorrow. So oh, great. that spot worked for me. You're curious. I'm, yeah. I am curious. <laughs> I like what I see. I like seeing Travolta do a dance. And I went, that guy's a Scientologist. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to dance. Maybe they teach you to dance. So uh, it says something when the Scientology ad isn't the weirdest religious cult commercial at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, right. That's that's jarring. That is a uh, that is a good point. Um, and then uh, I thought I enjoyed the Paul Stanley one. I thought that, uh, yeah. that one was all right. The uh, rock star one. Right I, up your alley. I don't disagree with that, by the way. I especially and you have kids mm-hmm. of the right age where they call every, every kid's a rock star. The kid's a rock star. <laughs> a kid, kid just kid just puts his cleats on properly and they mm-hmm. go, uh, uh, way to go, Donnie. You're a rock star. Really? Put fucking shoes on. <laughs> Not a, not everybody needs it. You don't need a trophy for everything. Yeah. As I turn into Bill Burr and Joe Rogan, um, I don't remember the ads. I now like I I know there were a couple that I thought were okay, but what were the what were the good ones? Like someone uh, someone tell me, <laughs> tell me what tell me what I liked. You know the one they they ran them down. Winners okay and losers uh, mm-hmm. on. I think it was CNN or somewhere like that. And I didn't 100% agree with their with their version. Like mm-hmm. the work, uh, the rock star one they had as a loser, I believe. Or just, uh, mm-hmm. or maybe they just had it just okay. Yeah. By the way, I thought, I thought they were all just okay. 
Here, here, uh, one thing I did say out loud during it was um, there should be a, a, a blue ribbon panel. And I don't care what the money is. If they're fine, they're willing to spend it. I don't need to see like a mobile game ad during the Super Bowl. Like someone just has the money. They're like, we're just going to put a QR code up for 30 seconds and have some like little animated characters dancing around it. That shouldn't be like there should be standards. Like you should just be like, no, no, you don't get to be here. I don't care if you're going to give us 30 million. You don't get to be here. It's got to be something. I, 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 was that an ad? There was an ad. It was just QR code for 30 seconds. Like a QR code. And then on the I screen. have to do the work to see what it is. Yeah. And they're just obviously they want you to, you know, be curious. How but, did I miss that? I, but it looked like it was just going to be some, uh, you know, NFT bullshit. It was like, no, I like and then there was another one like that, too. Where it wasn't it was an actual product. But I was like, you don't know. You're not good enough for this, this stage. Well, planters made you uh, do that QR code so you go watch the rest of the roast. That's fine. Um, which we did. Oh, you did. Was uh, it good? It was. You know, I I I found it to be a. um there was a, there were some good jokes in there. How long was the whole thing? Twelve minutes. Oh, okay. Ele- between eleven and twelve minutes, right. so like eleven forty eight. Because it scared uh, me when they were like for the full roast. I was like, well, gee, those things usually run about an hour on Comedy yeah. Central. I don't know if I want that much. Well, there's planters. six people on the panel. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Ross had some really good jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natasha Leggero had some good jokes. Uh, I, you know, I'm I'm guessing. In fact, I know that. You know, there were writers. Yeah. They showed up and they read jokes off a teleprompter. Right. Um, and maybe they brought their own jokes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with that, uh, Sarah Tiana was there. And uh, uh, I never say her name right. And it's offensive that I can't. Atsaku. Uh, Atsuku. That young lady who I've done her show at the Dynasty a few times. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, uh, and she just had a special, I believe, directed by Tig. Oh, OK. Uh, on HBO Max. Uh, she's funny, funny woman. Cool. Uh, she was on there, and then uh, some other folks who I did not know them. I did not know them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, somebody, yeah, I didn't either. Even in the commercial, I was I didn't recognize one or two people. Some guy, a trio or something. I forget. I, I forget his name. But he had a joke about Natasha. If you're if you're here, oh, I'm gonna muck it up. It was a really it was a perfect joke. Mm-hmm. If you hear, who are the Dalmatians getting something over on? Or something like that. It was really, a, it was a perfect joke. Oh, I get it, yeah. You know, because Natasha plays that character of, yeah. um, uh, and, uh, you know, Jeff, Jeff Ross, it was good. It was fine. You know what? For 12 minutes, it was great. Yeah. And uh, I had some friends that, uh, I do know one gentleman who wrote on it. And, okay. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that publicly. I don't know if it's supposed to be that the peanut was supposed to have written his own material. <laughs> uh, uh, I did not like the peanut's voice. I'll tell you that. I actually felt uh, that uh, Jimmy Pardo voice would have been better for that peanut. I don't know what I did want, but it it wasn't what they wasn't went with. Yeah. Well, here's what we did, though, afterwards, because then because Oliver was then trying to write roast jokes and he came up with some really good ones, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, but then we decided to look online to see what other people were coming up with. There were a lot of a lot of, hey, the 20s called. They wanted their monocle back. There were a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a lot of, hey, the 30s called, Mr. or hey, Mr. Monopoly called, he wants his look back. Yeah. There were a lot of those, mm-hmm. you know, because they're just lay people. Yeah. Um, but was, uh, what was funny is that Mr. Peanut then would respond to some people. <laughs> oh. And uh, really funny. Oh, wow. I don't know who's writing Mr. Peanut's responses on Twitter, <laughs> but they were really funny. Interesting. Uh, Mr. Peanut, by the way, follows 212 people. One of them is me what? <laughs> huh how <laughs> oliver by the way oliver thinks that's maybe my greatest credit of all time <laughs> that's an that's an elite club it's an elite that's and, very very so selective. as far as comedians go uh and i don't remember them all but there were not a lot of comedians but there was uh me jeff ross mm-hmm. paul of Tompkins, 
and then I don't remember. Hmm. Like that's how, and then most of it was following other products. Mm. All right, we uh, got to get to the bottom of this. It was uh, like, why am I one of the 212? That's insane. Um, I have a theory I can discuss off the air that I will not yeah. discuss on the air. I have a theory. Does but, it tie into the person that you think may have been writing? Uh, it does. And I, and intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that I do something for planters a few years back. Did I do something for them? I don't remember that. No. I don't. Uh, did they do something? Did planters have something to do with maybe the improv and maybe I was on a show with them. I don't. My memory just sucks because, you know, medicines and pandemics and so on. Uh, anyway, my son, my son actually believes I should add that to my intro. Like when I'm at the club, he's you, you know, he's been on Conan, the Tonight Show. He hosts Never Not Funny. And he is followed by Mr. Peanut on Twitter. Please welcome to be part of. That is nice. Um, You're in the 212 club. I'm in the 212 club. Yeah. Uh, but that was fun. I, I, yeah. I bring that up because it was one of the, you know, one of the commercials. Yeah. And, uh, you know, fun, fun. And, you know, anytime you got, I, I love roast jokes. And when roast jokes are good, they're Me good. Me too, yeah. And uh, they had it. And, the, you know, the guy that I know that writes over there is a good roast joke writer. I, there were so many things that were telling me to go do other things that I couldn't remember all of them. Like I knew I had to go watch the whole Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy trailer, which I did. Um, I, I guess that was the Flash trailer longer. I guess there was a yes, longer one online. I don't think I went and watched it. I, I, I that's one of those things where I, I, I'm so disappointed in myself, or, or I don't know what I'm. I, I don't know how to feel. You saw that ad, right? It's like the the Flash, the new Flash movie. Mm-hmm. The big thing is Michael Keaton's Batman is back. Yeah, I, I, I felt absolutely nothing when that happened. You didn't feel anything. Oh. No, and and that's sad. I I waited in line for hours to see the first Batman movie with Michael Michael Keaton. I had a hat. <laughs> I was in the newspaper for waiting in right. line very long. But admittedly, since then you've become a Marvel guy. Yeah, more than a DC that's guy. true. Yeah, it's it's true that I, I was never a DC guy. I just liked Batman. Like that's yeah. all I cared about. Like I didn't care about anything else. I liked Superman when I was a little kid. But so maybe that's part of it. But you would think that seeing him in the suit, that that exact suit, mm-hmm. and seeing that exact Batmobile would elicit some sort of emotional response from me. We got nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Uh, I will tell you, in my household, that uh, you know Danielle would leave me f- uh, for Michael Keaton. Right. And Oliver loves Batman. So uh, in my house, two of the three people they went, went crazy. Bananas. Yeah. Uh, now, did they know... Did they know before this that this that he was in it? I would say Oliver knew. Yeah, but uh, and maybe Danielle knew because I knew. Maybe that's part of it too. Is it wasn't a surprise? Well, I knew. Yeah. So, so if I know, right. you <laughs> yeah, know it was out there, um, and so it was not a surprise to me. Right. You know, I think by Danielle's reaction, it was a surprise. Okay. That's and cool. uh, but they uh, even if it wasn't, the joy that the two of them had was great. But nothing will top the joy that Oliver had with knowing that I'm followed by Mr. Peanut. Um, I guess it's just because I don't care about The Flash and I haven't watched these recent DC movies. Like, I mm-hmm. didn't watch Justice League. I didn't watch Batman versus Because they look Superman. like shit. Right. And everyone tells and me by, they are shit. According to my son Oliver, they are. Yeah. He doesn't use that language, of course. He's no. 15 and doesn't speak like one. <laughs> a 15 doesn't speak like a 15-year-old. Right. Uh, speaks as if he uh, spent money for some Jesus commercials <laughs> and is offended. He's not offended. At um, what do you think of Rihanna? That's the big topic of the day. I, I, I liked it. Everyone's telling me it was boring. I was like, I don't know. I like those songs, but maybe she wasn't doing a lot. But And it wasn't like the most uh, dynamic presentation of a thing. But eh, she comes out and she's a, you know, she's a pop star and she did the, her, her big hits. That's what, the, that's what you're supposed to do, right? 
Um, I don't know what to do here. I don't know if I'm uh, too harsh or buzz. No, you don't. To take joy not, away. I also didn't care one way or the other. I think that's the other thing is like if you put a lot of stock in this better be amazing. I don't understand that POV either. Like someone who's like, I need the halftime show to be excellent well, or else I'm going to be that. disappointed. Uh, I found it to be a zero. Yeah. I, uh, and, and you liked it last year. You liked the, the L.A. Loved it. rap uh, retrospective. Loved it. And, I, and I'm, I'm generally with you. I don't care. And yeah. I don't care about this either. Yeah. I just I couldn't believe how boring it was. And mm-hmm. I don't think that in a following a year where we we had. Uh, so many stars yeah and in the past where they've had uh you know it's it's shania twain and the red hot chili peppers which <laughs> by the way i don't give a shit about either of those right or it's somebody and then beyonce and somebody else mm-hmm. like rihanna to me can't hold it uh, right. the attention yeah uh for that long and and danielle is a huge rihanna fan and when it was over she went boy that was boring and i also thought it was boring yeah. and oliver was I can uh, certainly be talked into that. But as I was watching, I was like, cool, good songs. Like, I, I know she wasn't actually singing. But I don't know how many people really do the bands. I guess real bands. Perform. I don't think any of them do. I, yeah. I, I think that they can't take the risk of it. Because, right. And that's the whole point is, that, you know, with other than Prince, Prince was playing live. There's yeah. no question about that. Um, I would assume U2 was playing, right? They're the kind of band that seems like they I would. I don't know. Springsteen so- seems like he would be playing, too. Right. And you The Who seems like they would be. When the Chili Peppers playing, they were famously... None Awful. of their instruments were plugged in. Oh, is that right? Uh. <laughs> Nothing was <laughs> right. was real. Yeah. Was wild. Uh, it was, I mean, she also is not a good lip syncer. Right. Uh, like, there were times where the microphone was, you know, four <laughs> feet to her right. Um, well, some of that is just the trend of uh, when people perform, even when they are actually singing, there's a lot of the backing tracks that there are supposed to be. It's their voice backing themselves up. So sometimes they're not singing and you hear their voice when they're but then they sing over that for yeah. real. But so for a minute I was like, is she singing sometimes? I'm like, no, I actually don't think she, no, she was, uh, she was lip syncing. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Jeff Babco sent me a tweet from somebody that was just like, I think it just said me 10 minutes, uh, me realizing I only have 10 minutes to plan Rihanna's halftime show. And it was just a, a title screen of the video game, super Mario maker. <laughs> Cause it was like the whole, the whole thing was oh, just funny. <laughs> those levels going up yeah. and down. That was the only exciting part. Yeah. Cause the, to me, the choreography got very repetitive mm-hmm. and, uh, and I, I love, you know, I've talked about it before. I, I get, when I, when I'm bored or I need joy, I go watch that. Anything goes you know, uh, huge groups of people synchronized dancing. Yes, yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And I found this to be just boring. Mm-hmm. Um, it just bored me. It just bored me. Yeah. Like, I think I, I want to be uh, I want to support the premise that one artist can can just carry it. And like she is a huge star. She hasn't performed in seven years. She's got a ton of hits on paper. It, it should work. It's like but then then you find out, oh, she's pregnant. So maybe she doesn't have the energy to like really put in the work like that. It's being pregnant is exhausting and performing at a halftime show is exhausting as we know from that lady gaga documentary and uh i don't know that those two things mesh necessarily but but like she did what she did and i don't know like i also kind of want to go back to say like maybe sometimes the halftime show could just be like someone playing one song and then we get back to the football because why have we escalated it to a point that it's out of control it's out of control and it's important it's become quote unquote important And we're guilty of it, talking about it right now. Yeah. But, you know, but again, we have a show to do. But you can't uh, keep topping the topping the topping. You know, like if 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 last year topped the year before and that year topped the year before that, eventually someone's going to let us down. And maybe this is this was just a release valve on the halftime show. Right. So now next year, someone can blow the fucking roof off again and be like, now that's a halftime show. 
it uh i don't know who that's going to be i don't know yeah well you know they this year they asked taylor swift and she turned it down and so i wonder if maybe although she'll be in the midst of a tour so i don't know if that works either well i don't either and i can't speak for her certainly i could text her it's (laughs) okay that'd be great information i mean i think the last person that really held my attention was the weekend i think that was really (laughs) the one that was for me yeah uh, I think I probably got to go back to like Lady Gaga and I know I'm lame, but you too and the who and Springsteen and Tom Petty that run of, mm-hmm. but that's, that's 20 years ago. But last year was good. You liked last I year. I did like last year. Yeah. Dr. Dre and Snoop yeah. and Eminem. I did. And, uh, I, I mean, Katy Perry was ridiculous, but it was entertaining. Like, I got that shark. <laughs> sure. Everyone loves the shark. They still talk about yeah, it. Yeah, they do. They won't shut up about it. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. So I didn't watch the Super Bowl. Then, so then that's, you have that. no part of this conversation. <laughs> I do have a question. Thank you for your time. Oh, yes. Go ahead. So the Super Bowl halftime shows that I've seen do not appear to relate to football in any way. No. They never do. No. But like, do they ever do like a, a theme of this this year's Super Bowl? The theme is blank, and therefore well, that's what it used to be. It used to be that, yeah. And it, and it was if you go back, it's weird because as a kid, I always thought, oh, the halftime show is amazing. But if you go back and look at them, they're they're corny and weird. Mm. Yeah, it's it's up with people. Yeah, and then here oh. comes Carol Channing. <laughs> or it was like one year it was on ABC, and so they just had like Mickey and Goofy and Minnie run out and and sing with the new kids on the block or something. It was it was very strange. Yeah, I mean they didn't sing, but they were dancing with new kids on the block. Well, that- that would be an interesting you were talking about how like Rihanna by herself maybe it it's, doesn't quite fill the, the time but like it is an opportunity to get artists who wouldn't sing or perform together together because because yeah. it's a Super Bowl and you pay a bunch of money so mm-hmm. like uh, like th- they don't seem to do that anymore because it did seem like they used to do that more where they would have like more different people yeah. well yeah that's uh, if you look at the list and we certainly don't have to <laughs> uh, you see that they did those mashups that right. were well I mean that's what happened uh, famously with the, the Timberlake and, and Janet Jackson right, sure. that was like eight different performers yeah, yeah. and uh, but, but, then Daniel, we, but then we see a nipple and as Danielle points out, though, people walk on the red carpet wearing less than that these days. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's insane that that became controversy because people can't have that. Cut to the cheerleaders on the side shaking their asses. <laughs> um, and no complaints about that from those yeah. uh, uh, evangelicals. Hmm. Um, but I like the game. That's the, uh, that's, uh, yeah. that's the takeaway from that is that I enjoyed the game. Uh, the music was a little bit of a letdown. But again, it's not for, you know, Eddie Trunk, who's become just a cranky old man about the A, the Rock and Roll of Fame, B, about lip syncing in general and mm-hmm. bands playing live and so on and so forth. And then he he's on a big crusade of why why are there no rock bands in the halftime show? There's no rock bands in the halftime show. You got to go back to uh, because it's not it, it, it's not for you. It's, yeah, it's not it, the it, dominant form of pop music anymore. at all. So why are you that you can't be that obtuse? Right. Like, I mean, it's I, I get it. Right. And, uh, you know, Rihanna's not for me, but I understand why she's chosen. But you did say on the first season of Never Not Funny and Elise reminded me of this last night. Yes. She said, oh, I wonder if she's going to play Jimmy Pardo's favorite song from 2006. Dude. And she didn't. The summer hit, SOS. SOS. I pretty, Where was I, it? I thought that was going to be the biggest hit of the summer. It wasn't. And I then went, well, I guess that's it for Rihanna. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she then exploded. But I did. I famously. It's a great song. Said on, on this show that that song is going to be huge. And I stand by that. That song is still effing great. Yeah. Got, why I clean that up. That soft cell sample. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, uh, anyway, Super Bowl Sunday. Exciting. Exciting Super Bowl Sunday. Garen was a, a tweeting fiend during it. <laughs> Wouldn't stop tweeting. 
That's fine. Because he's bored by the sports. And was, I, I, look, I don't know much about football at all. I mean, you're more of a basketball guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Fundamentals. All those fundamentals, but. It was a good good game to me. It was exciting. Yeah, a lot of back and forth. I don't follow football at either, and I I, I found the game boring because there there's just a score, 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 score. Like it just oh, felt. See, that's one. the opposite to me. That's exciting. Is yeah. that they're, they're but, but nobody could stop anybody, so it was just like okay, now we're gonna score. Now but we're then gonna you score. got to but you got to see uh, there were some quarterbacks great, some find great, some holes, some you great throws, some great passes, amazing returns. Yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, you're right. That's true. Yeah, I I thought it was for for that for for a lay person there was a lot to me there was a lot of excitement. Yeah. It just I, a lot of connected passes. Yeah, it 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 just feels weird. Maybe it's because I'm so used to watching soccer. It's weird when there's no resistance to scoring. You're like, so we have the ball and then we score. Uh, now you get the ball. Now we score. Mm-hmm. And it's like there was never like there was like I think two punts in the whole game or maybe three. Uh, but that stopped in the second half where the you know the Eagles scored once yeah, and then did right. it again. Uh, yeah. You know it's funny. I, again, I don't follow the game, but you know that that quarterback uh, Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, there was a pitcher in the major league, Pat Mahomes, who pitched for the I believe the Twins and the Mets. Weird. And it just kept sounding weird to me. It kept sounding weird, like, and it would hit. I would go, No, that's a that guy pitched. That's a pitcher. <laughs> Stop saying that. It turns out it's its father. Oh my God! It is the gentleman's father. Well, they they mentioned in a little pregame or like the you know the little short film that they have to shoot. <laughs> I don't know. This is another thing not to go off on a tangent, but it just feels like you were saying like this game is for the lay people like us to get us interested in it. To me, it feels like if you have to make a short film narrated by Kevin Costner and fly jets over the thing and like put a, like a concert in the middle of it just to make me like it, then. Then maybe it's not a very good game. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's intrinsically not entertaining. And and I know like millions of people love it, but it's like just let them love it. Stop chasing people who were never going to mm-hmm. care about it and just play the fucking game. Also, already. also, I'll say this to your point. Uh, it didn't used to be like this, right? And and it was very popular. And it was very popular. And, <laughs> yeah. and again, for Jimmy Pardo, the world still ended right. or still stopped. And I, yes. whoever invited me to their home to watch the Super Bowl, I would go to their home and watch the Super right. Bowl and loved it. Yeah. And then I would, then Monday would start and I'd go, okay, another year before I have to watch football. It's not for me. Yeah. But I enjoyed the Super Bowl. I was mad that I did not, uh, uh, was not part of any uh, squares, any of that. Elise was. And, she had uh, an office pool. Did she do all right? Mm, she didn't get anything. Because those numbers, uh, if you, if you got eight and five. Mm. Right, wasn't that the final score, thirty-eight, thirty-five? Yeah. If you got eight and five, you would go, "Well, I'm fucked." Yeah, if, I know it would and, look terrible. And then you'd go, "Holy shit, I've, I won the, yeah. the final one." Yeah. And you walk away with some dough. So I think at least had eight and four, which is crush, oh, crushing. But maybe I'm wrong about that. Uh, uh, but anyway, what I was going to say is, like, they did a little short film before the game that mentioned that Patrick Mahomes was drafted by the Detroit Tigers. Like he he was going to play oh, baseball, right? yeah. Like the the son, not the dad, right? Um, so he and the, the whole premise of it is like you know, fate and paths and you know, you know alternate rig. Everything's about a multiverse these days. Nah. So the, the premise was like, what if he had done this instead of this? Then we wouldn't be here. Yeah, but he didn't. Yeah, no, but he's he playing football. So why we, <laughs> this is pointless. You know, I mean, you you know, sliding doors. So you know, yeah. But obviously, he's a an incredible athlete. He you know, there's a lot of you see that sometimes where just guys they're just so good they could do anything well frank thomas was that way too yeah. but you know bo jackson did it deon sanders Absolutely. did it jim thorpe did it yeah so suck it mahomes which is you know which is infuriating when you watch the you know when whenever they it's a celebrity pro-am golf where they mm. have those they show you the celebrity tour it's like yeah. it's infuriating it, and it's always 
a, a football player or right. a baseball player who's you know leading the tournament mm-hmm. they're, they're just skilled yeah you know then occasionally jack wagner will sneak up into there because <laughs> and even there then you go yeah like we talked about it. so you're handsome okay <laughs> uh, well that's all he's got then he's handsome no no he's a really good actor yeah but that's all he's got then yeah but he, he could also sing yeah yeah but then he's done yeah but he's also a scratch golfer motherfucker <laughs> you know who's creeping into that conversation is our friend nate bargatze apparently he's like a three or a four hand he's really good yeah and i just you know somehow the youtube i guess because i watched his stand-up clips on youtube the algorithm is now giving me everything nate bargatze and uh have you seen i almost sent it to you he, he did a thing it's some youtube show where this woman takes celebrities out to play three holes and they they do some sort of a scramble i don't know what the exact term for there's points for hitting the fairway there's points for birdie you know you get mm-hmm. and so uh in this thing in this three hole thing he got an eagle on a on a par five and i was like holy shit wow. and they were saying like no one he's like this is unprecedented no one's ever gotten an eagle on this show like, wow and i was like that's crazy and he wasn't like that was on the third hole but the first two he was not doing great and I was like, okay, he's a comedian. He's, you know, he's just, a, you know, he loves to play golf, but whatever. But then he, <laughs> he just like yeah. hit the fairway, he hit the green in two. It was crazy. Did he, did he, maybe I'm mis- misremembering this. Did he tell us on our show that he's a guy that picked up golf like eight years ago? I feel like that might be true. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember, but I wouldn't be surprised. Because, you know, the other one is a friend of the show, Regan Burns. Mm-hmm. He just started playing golf 10 years ago mm-hmm. and he's effing good. Yeah. And like he's so good that he'll say, you know, like if I'm golfing, he'll be like, uh, I like a five iron here for you. And I'll go, you know, let me do my own game. Then I hit the five iron. I'm like, shit, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> or, I'll, or I'll be the opposite. I'll go, no, I think it's a six. And I go over the green. Like, yeah. sun, like he or I, I'm short of the green with the six. Yeah. Um, but he uh, good for them. You know, I've been yeah. playing. I've been playing since I, I was a kid. I, I, I haven't gotten a single day better. Like, I, I'm not, <laughs> uh, you know, I went through a little stretch where I got really good with Gil Martin. Mm-hmm. But like my dad sent me, uh, he's been cleaning out his house a little bit and he, he found some uh, scorecards from, uh, I had just started comedy. So it had to be the late 80s, uh, early 90s. And um, I'm no better than the, or the, today than I was then. Like mm-hmm. it, it literally was not 98. 92 mm-hmm. 101 like i just and then i went through the phase with Gil martin where i would shoot consistently in the 80s mm-hmm. but then i don't play enough anymore so i'm back into the 98 92 101 yeah, yeah. uh but i thought when my dad said i found these cards i was like here we go that's when i was good <laughs> and i'm gonna see like these great scores and like no nope. maybe you just you remember one day that or a couple of times that you had a great round and then you're clinging to that well that's the old cliche it's yeah. like you know i'm not good at this and then you shoot once you shoot an 84 and you go no this is my game yeah then that never happens again uh but yeah bargetsy is good and, and screw him he, seem, <laughs> he also seems to be obsessed with it i think that helps so he pl- i think he plays a lot um i think a lot of that has to do as well with uh you know scheduling mm-hmm. as well as um although he seems to find time to write a new hour every year but uh <laughs> it also i think has to do with uh financially if you mm-hmm. can just go let's let's go play golf every morning before mm-hmm. we start our day yeah. and uh you know if you're selling out theaters and arenas yeah his his career and lifestyle is lends itself perfectly to playing uh four or five days a week yeah. because he doesn't have to do anything during the day uh you know same with like you know ray romano and yeah. uh you know these guys that go to the the uh the golf club in burbank yeah and they all you know they you know they're there almost every day playing golf and to bell 
No, the uh, the the, the uh, oh Lakeside, Lakeside, yeah, the uh, the, the club, the golf right, club. The, right, you know, right. Richard Kind is a member. And, yes, uh, that is not giving anything away. You said it on this very show. You did, but other people do not like you to know that they're a member there for, or if they do, they want you to know it's not a it's not like, it's not a country club. It's a golf club. Right, right. Well, you know, all people are welcome, and blah blah. blah. <laughs> As of two thousand four, all people are yeah, welcome. Right. Yeah, I don't know what uh, the history of it is, but uh, but anyway, Gary got distracted. He had to go out. Gary was uh, live tweeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some good lines, had some uh, some nice jokes in there. Appreciate it. And then you watched. Uh, w- was it you that tweeted this out, Garen? That uh, uh, farmer needs a wife. Looks like a sketch SNL would do for a show that'd be on PAX. <laughs> <laughs> was that you? Yes, it was. Because as I was watching that commercial, I, I actually just went up to the TV. To myself, Danielle and Oliver were in there. I went, I'm fucking done. <laughs> because it's like you pitch shows, people I know, talented people I know, more talented than me, are yeah. out there every day pitching quality sitcom, yeah. game show, you know, so on and so forth. And then somebody pitched that and they got it. Now I got to watch this. That's all people want. That's what people want. Then, then we're fucking doomed. Yeah, that we're done. Look at the Bachelor franchise. It's insane. It's so popular. And, and, and by the way, you saw the commercial for this. Yeah, that's what this is. This right. is the Bachelor in Cornfield. Yeah, it's. I have to admit, I was like, well, what happened was Z- that morning, Zoe had been watching a thing on Netflix. I think it's called Blind Date or something. Do you know what that is, Garen? Love is blind. Love is blind. Yeah, it's it's a show where <clears throat> these people. It's you know they're all in a house, but the men are in one wing and the women are in another wing, and then they go on dates, but they can't see each other. Yeah, so they're in these little pods. Yeah, and uh, it's ridiculous. But I saw ten minutes of it. I was like, I could probably sit here and watch the next six hours of this because it's so like stupid and addictive. And I'm sure this like so when I saw the farmer needs a wife ad, I was like, God damn it, that's terrible. And I could like I, I know if I started watching it, I would be so hooked on but it. But you don't watch The Bachelor. No, Bachelor. I don't watch right. any of that and shit. That's what this is. So yeah. You, yeah, yeah. No, I I, I, ma- I make the conscious choice to not get sucked into it because I just it's it's like to me, it's like doing drugs. It's bad for you. It's just just people like he I don't know, I just don't understand the premise of, you know, that dude slept with the other four girls. Right. And you're still crying when he, right. like when it wasn't, when he didn't pick you. Like, yeah. you know the premise of the show. You know that he just fucked four other people. <laughs> he couldn't possibly have a connection with you. Well, it's also insane when they like go in and they're like, they, they pick people who are like, I am looking to marry. I want to marry. And then they put them in these weird situations. And then like three hours in, they're like, I think I'm falling in love with you. Oh, really? The person who is desperate to fucking get married? Right. That's so weird that you would fall in love in this situation. That You're not in love. You're a fucking psycho. And this one woman in this love is blind. She, she literally, this guy proposes to her and she goes, she, she like to be dramatic. She like, like he can't see this. So it's just for the camera. He, she walks towards the door as if she's leaving. And then she turns around and walks back and she goes, yes, sir. It's a hard yes for me. I'm like, that's how you. So imagine 20 years from now, you're raising your kids and you're telling them the, the wonderful story of like when when daddy proposed to me. You're, oh, actually, I can show you a tape of it because it was a television show and you can watch my reaction to the proposal. I said, it's a hard yes for me. That was my reaction to a wedding proposal. Are you fucking crazy? That's so stupid. Like all these people look terrible and they have no problem with that. 
Republican like, like, great. No, this is uh, this is who I am, and I want the world to see it. Uh, by the way, I think the actual way that that goes down is that somebody says, uh, "Do you want to see the video of my first marriage proposal?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, those people aren't right. I I have to assume. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, th- 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 those shows are not for me. Yeah. And I do agree with Garen that this particular farmer one looked like a sketch. It looked like something. <laughs> yeah. It just had that way too high pitched voiceover. Yes. It was. It, it just felt like it was purposely trying to be clean. But isn't that also what these shows, they're kind of trying to be funny like a sketch on, on one level. They, they want well, people to watch it because it's ridiculous. You know, they want people to laugh at it. Yeah. They don't care as long as do, you watch do it. Do they? So, so they want some people to do that. They, other people will take it seriously, and they that's cool too. But uh, I, I honestly feel like that is a pitch that they want people to go. Oh, you got to be fucking shit at me. That's hilarious. Mm. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I agree with that, but uh, I'm not going to disagree either. The title alone is funny. I mean, what what the, like what was the other one that that Nikki hosted? F Boy Island or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fucking punchline. Yeah, but, I, but I'll agree with you on that one, maybe yeah. uh, trying to uh, have some humor to it. But uh, I don't think these other ones, I, I, I don't. I think they're just uh, to get the <laughs> sad person. Oh, Farmer in the Dell, the whole farmer. Uh, it's, uh, I, I'll, I'll repeat what I said. I'm fucking done. <laughs> just, just, and again, I, I don't understand. Even in the, in the clip, the ad of people like, I don't know if it's going to be me. Cry. Yeah. It's you know that you know what you're doing here, <laughs> right? You know, now go grab a corn stalk and ram it up your ass, and yeah. you know, entertain yourself while he's fucking the other three. Yeah, dumb show. The whole thing is fucking dumb. The whole world's coming to a goddamn end. How many <laughs> things need to fly over this country? <laughs> how many things we, we got to shoot down in a week? Holy yeah, shit. Are the, are we are we being low key and invaded by aliens, guys? Is that what's happening? What is happening? <laughs> of course, and Garen, you 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 had one of these, but the internet was full of. Uh, was, were all these just uh, stunts, uh, oh, yeah. publicity stunts for the U2 uh, Vegas thing? It seemed like it, right, in retrospect? But I go the other way. Like, uh, U2 has to be thinking, seriously? Yeah, <laughs> totally. I, our ad is about us floating in a balloon, and, that's, and the yeah. week before we shoot, uh, like... Uh, right, I think uh, that they've probably been planning for 16 yes. months. <laughs> how do we pull this? We can't pull it, uh, uh, Bono. We spent you know $20 million on that ad. Um, but what are they doing? They're doing an Octung Baby tour? Are they doing a residency? Is it a is residency? Is that what it is? I think it's a Vegas residency. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is. That's odd. I mean, I I like that album a lot, but um, most folks don't. Yeah, I thought I, I thought it was like a. I thought it was kind of famously like people were mad at it at the time. They certainly were. They they were even madder at uh, what's the one that comes after that? Uh, Zoo? Pop. Pop. Yeah, people hated that. What was that tour called? Zoo. Ropa. Zuropa. They hate yeah. that's the yeah. one they really yeah. hated. Yes. But Octon Baby, I remember at the time, you know, I I, I liked you too, but I wasn't bananas for yeah. it. But I do remember my friends that were into the like using your words, they were mad at it. Because it wasn't the U2 that they like. They it was it was they changed their sound and it was like, How dare you? But I think it was necessary and smart for them to do that. And they were still at a point creatively where they could do that and make something good. And then later, I feel like they've tried to do that a few more times. And it's like, it's interesting more than it's. Mm. I liked the last album, the last two albums I liked very much. Yeah. I, well, what was the last one? If it was that one we went to the tour for, then I did like it. It was the one. There's one after that. Yeah. Maybe uh, I that, I did, that I did not like as much as the one that we saw the tour for. Mm. Uh, you know, it changed their sound a lot. And I didn't I hadn't really realized it until I. Uh, realized I was way behind on buying their their product because I 
uh, on my shuffle the other day, uh, the f- song from the first Fits in the Tantrums album came up, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I love I love these guys. Mm-hmm. And so I listened. I then went, I'm going to listen to the first two. And then I listened to the third one. I was like, oh, boy, this isn't like their first two that much. <laughs> and then they really just decided to, like, I, I, I read a review for one of the albums, and a guy wrote, I hate when bands completely change their sound. You know, nice nice selling out to try to get on the radio. I'm like, dude, you don't fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I listened to the record, and I'm like, you know what? That guy's not wrong. Like, this is not the same band. Oh. They are not. That's your buddy. Uh, I'm, it, it bums me out yeah. because I think those first two are flawless. Um, and then to hear, like, because they just had an album come out, like, either last week or the week before. Oh, okay. Um, that I was like, oh, yeah, go oh, great. New fits. And then, like, if I, if you told me, here's a, a band, you, uh, you try them, I would go, no, that they're not for me. Mm-hmm. And then I would go, but I do have their album hanging up my wall, autographed, because uh, they're one of my favorite bands. Like, it's yeah. a weird thing to, yeah. uh, but, man, they took a turn. But uh, It's happened to me a few times. I, I feel like the, the, uh, uh, the shins were like that. And they changed their personnel too, so I don't know. It was just one guy, really. I think steering the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there was that that Swedish band, The Sounds, that I really liked. They sent, they were kind of came out at lo- around the time that everything sounded like garage rock. Yeah, and I really liked like two albums of that was amazing. And then now they just make like techno music, and I'm like, what the hell? It is. You're a band. You're play a your band. Gu- play your guitar. Play you got them. Play them, right, Matt? Yeah. Well, listen to this. That's a guitar. <laughs> oh, we've got to go over uh, some business as well. Oh, we do. And how how much time is on Doug's clock there? Like two minutes. Oh, okay. no boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, Garen, I'm going to open up this mail. We'll do this quickly then. This is from Jake Barker. Jake right. Barker, right here in Los Angeles, by the oh, way. Oh, wow. Could have dropped it off. Uh, okay for air, says the meeting, says the message. Uh, dear Jimmy, Matt, Elliot, and Garen, uh, where are my glasses? Uh, I've been a listener since season three. That's a long time, Matt. Wow. wow. Uh, and I'm internally, I am inter- eternally grateful for all the joy and comfort you brought me over the years. To get them all empowered out of the way, my mom passed away in 2019, a couple days before my 32nd birthday. In the aftermath, I re-listened to episode 2121 with Todd many times, and the sincerity and silliness helped immensely. My deepest condolence, condol- 2121 has to be... After your mom Is that died, my mom passing away? I believe, yeah. Uh, my deepest condolences to Jimmy and Danielle for their losses. After my mom's passing, I decided to go back to school to get a degree in illustration, which brings us to today. Matt said Jimmy should call his tour Protect at All Costs, and I created an alternate reality poster where Jimmy went with his modern with this modern reference reference and not an indecipherable tribute to a 40 year old album. Go fuck yourself. Jake. <laughs> oh boy. In order to get the ex- expression right, I needed to find a photo of Jimmy staring off camera vacantly into the distance. But unfortunately, none exists. <laughs> my imagination. I've also included my self-published. Uh, here we go. Uh, my self-published sci-fi comic Planet Nothing, which touches on themes of my grief. Here we go. Guys being sincere. <laughs> well, I don't need... I know he kicked you in the balls a couple times. Well, too. he kicks in the balls, and then now I, now it's a fucking commercial for his, uh, for his uh, comic. Planet Nothing, and I, I misspoke, which touches on themes of grief. My original idea was to have it take place in a world where only one person has access to the internet, but they don't know how to use it. Unfortunately, Garen got to that idea first. Good luck on your script. Thank you. Is that, some, I, is that something you're working on? Is that something you're working on? That's a, that's a dig on, on Garen, is it, isn't it? Oh, I get I, it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I guess the joke is that you have access to the internet in this room. Oh, it doesn't know how to use oh. it. Oh. There it is. Very good. Uh, <laughs> look at Jake. Jake, you know, from season three, he gets yeah. it. 
All right, do me, Jake, do me. Uh, <laughs> I also include some coasters. Please don't use them as Frisbees to whip-whap your intern. Uh, Whip-at, W-H-I-P-A-T. Mm-hmm. Your intern, he's been through uh, enough after that unnecessary dig. There we go. I didn't, oh. get, didn't get far enough. <laughs> okay. There we go. I love you all. Listening to the show always uh, feels like hanging out with a group of close friends who have no idea uh, who you are. Thanks for everything, Jake Barker. All right, then here we go. Here's the, uh, uh, I, guess, I guess this is the poster. Um, the uh, protect it all. Uh, here, oh, that, well, that's fun. <laughs> oh, I love Should it. To be part of protect it all costs. It's me inside of a, a box with some packing around it to handle with care. Fragile. Uh, that's nice. Actually, Garen, will you grab this and uh, hold it up uh, for Elliot? Uh, he was about to. I, it, I, yeah, I know, but he was up and moving. So I, <laughs> um, uh, hmm. here, hand it to me, and I'll hold it up. There, right, there we go, Garen. Actually, Garen, slow both that a little bit because we've got to uh, we've got to do some business. So uh, yeah. What's that? Yeah. Cool. I like it. Yeah, I love it. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, Jake. Uh, we're uh, with this modern reference, and of course, that's the reason I don't do it because I'm not. Uh, that's that's not my. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not my brand. To to sadly use that phrase about myself, uh, my brand is uh, uh, classic references. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's cheers from Jake Barker. Some fun coasters, and uh, whip at. Hey, we could. They're supposed to be a. There's see. They're supposed to be a. Uh, a space between that i would well, assume normally yeah. uh between whip and at so uh i thought it was one word like a fun word that i had not. Whip at. Whip at. maybe it is maybe whip we at. just don't know it. uh i was gonna put one here for the guest yeah go ahead and then here's that planet nothing comic uh written and illustrated by jake barker there it is right there take a look at that and uh well thank you jake very nice of you thanks jake jake barker illustrator uh he's got instagram uh at the jake barker website is the jake barker uh barker and then uh, so on and so forth so uh thank you jake Good stuff. Good stuff. Very cool. I don't know why. I am going to whip these at Garen, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Garen had to get hurt. Oh, Jesus Christ. That, that went in hard. Let me have one. <laughs> I want to keep this one because it looks like a Sasquatch. Yeah, but I want to. Oh. Come on, dude. I almost hit him, and I couldn't get it to you two feet away. You're not good. Oh, God. What is happening? I don't know. Oh, Matt's going to break his back. All right, here we go. Coming at you. Oh, oh, Jesus Breaking my back. Oh, oh, right back at me. You, Boomerang. You get a second shot. Oh, oh he ricocheted off that are, wall on his on his head. Uh, all right, thank you, Jake. Thanks for giving it, and and thanks for the idea to whip those in Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> we never would have done it otherwise. Uh, all right, listen, let's hit this. Uh, let's hit the business here. <clears throat> yeah. Sure. Uh, we uh, seasoned uh, twenty uh, one was uh, what Jake made reference yep, to about five years ago. <laughs> uh, season thirty two is right around the corner. In fact, it's next week. Yeah. And uh, now's the time to uh, join Platinum if you have not. If you did not subscribe during Subtoberfest. Yeah. Uh, if you're waiting to see what the new hot perks are uh matt belknap is here to tell you what they are so starting with yes. the uh, f- uh again you can listen to free yep and we appreciate you listening to free mm-hmm. uh don't forget to leave uh reviews over there at the, your various platforms we're told that that is helpful mm-hmm. uh and if uh, you don't want to pony up any money to listen to us the least you assholes can do is leave us a uh uh, a review a positive <laughs> review you fuckwads uh all right so then if you want to bump up and be part of the platinum mm-hmm. where all the cool kids hang out because you mm-hmm. get a, a second episode and so on you get uh, some special stuff matt what happens at the low uh, the lowest level is five dollars five dollars is the same as it's always been you get the most recent uh, roughly three months of of uh, platinum episodes plus the free stuff you get video of those episodes too mm-hmm. as they come out 
Uh, so if you if you just want to watch the new stuff as it's released and and that's that's your level and and if you don't care about anything else that's that's where you want to be ten dollars is our I, I think we can say our most popular level. if I may though go back to the five just so yeah. that I'm clear yeah the five dollar I was putting something away yeah. I, I don't know what goes on with the business <laughs> five dollars gets you two episodes and video yes and that's it uh, yes mm-hmm. and, and you can go back you can go back uh you know 12 episodes, 12 episodes. The, okay. you don't you don't get the full catalog including Thank bonuses and, yeah. and lettered and numbered it's right t- 12 total rolling rolling 12 rolling 12 rolling 12 that, that's for if you just want to be keeping up you know most people they don't want to dip it not most people i would say if, if if you're a person who doesn't care about watching the 17 years of back catalog we have but you just want to watch the new stuff as it's released this is for you but as we just learned from uh, jake's letter sometimes finding an episode from the past will be very comforting to yeah, you totally so if it's there for you that would be when you uh, jump up to this ten dollar level you're about yep. to tell us about but i just want to uh, make clear that uh, rolling 12 will be the name of my tour is that moderate enough for you jake <laughs> <laughs> go ahead uh ten dollar like i said that is I, our most popular. Uh, most popular level you get the full back catalog i think was like you know something of 1500 episodes all the way back to us at the table yes mm-hmm. and you saying three words an episode <laughs> me saying seven yeah. and mike schmidt doing monologues yes. and and video for, from season three on right uh we didn't lower have, we quality didn't. than today we've improved quality over the years yes. but yeah yeah. We did. We uh, yeah. We didn't have video the first two seasons, but season three on, we, we have the video. And we thank Andrew J. Canning for that mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. So you get all that plus uh, a, a physical perk this this new year. Uh, five custom never not funny trading cards. One one of each of us, and then a group uh, like a card. team card. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. like they're like uh, baseball cards or you know movie trading cards. Uh, so those are going to be very cool. Uh, and uh, then I, I've seen the mock-ups on those. They look great. Yeah, they look great. I think it's going to be very cool. Yeah, you're going to want to. You want if you're a collector, you're going to really want to have these things. They're fun. And then uh, at the ten dollar, you also get the you get to listen to the monthly live episode that we stream live from the studio as we're recording it, and uh, we take phone calls during those episodes at the end, and you can call in and all that stuff. So that's fun. Twenty dollar level, you get all of the above plus never not funny socks, socks, pair of socks mm-hmm. with the never not funny logo on them. Yes. Now we don't have those. Do we have the? Do we have the other ones? The the sample that we were I that we were given. Don't know if we. Do. I think I might have taken them. Home. I will say this about uh, I have been given uh, promo socks in the yeah. past. Like if I'll go and do a TV appearance or something like that, or you go like at a golf outing, you'll get a free pair of socks. Yeah. Um, uh, with you know with the with the tv show name on the side mm-hmm. and they always suck yeah these are real socks nice. yeah these yeah. are real socks logo in the sock not on the sock yeah. right logo in the embroidered sock. yeah and and like a good quality sock i don't know what the the ratio of cotton to polyester is but it's not it's not like all poly it's not like a thin crappy thing it's like a nice sock that you want to wear it feels it's good not like that thing when you're in, in, at christmas time where you get a box of a caddyshack socks right and it's just the caddyshack you know like on top of polyester like socks, printed onto printed. It, yeah. it's no. not that no. these and, are good looking socks and, and good quality yeah. matt said embroidered but in it's truth not it's, embroidered. it's knit woven. Into the sock. Yeah. Woven. knitted yes. in yes yeah, yeah. sorry embroider is the wrong word uh, uh anyway they're nice and, yes. and uh i uh i was very uh it was important to me that they be nice socks and yep. not be that shitty right giveaway sock yeah yeah and we knew about them because my wife's office gave socks to all their employees for christmas or holidays whatever and used the same people and i was like wow these socks are great i like actually they feel good on my feet so we went with the same company yeah. they're awesome so that's 20 dollar level you also get uh access to the quarterly game night which is switching up we're not going to be playing bingo we're going to be playing some other stuff now and it will be it, people will be able to play with us and we you will get a chance to play 
the game with us in the Zoom quarterly at this level. And you get into the lottery. This is the final thing for the $20 level. You get into the lottery to have Jimmy write you a thank you note, which is takes us to $25 a month, which is at 25, you get everything we've already mentioned, plus a, uh, a thank you note handwritten by Jimmy. A personalized yes. thank you note uh, handwritten uh, from Mr. Pardo. So you get a, uh, you know, you get a Dear John letter. <laughs> uh, basically, you know, it's me, uh, Dear Dave. Thanks for listening to Never Not Funny, so on and so forth, uh, Jimmy. So it's, uh, yeah. Uh, if, if you've gotten your your one minute videos in the past, you see that I do my best to try to make those fun and interesting. And this will not just be me signing my name on a postcard. It'll yeah. be uh, I will, you know, uh, personalized. And uh, we thank you for your patronage. And so at 25, you get that. And I think a lot are going to say thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get that. And then you get uh, in, into a lottery to be pre-selected to play. Uh, the quarterly game in the zoom with us. So in addition to if you're in the room watching, you could be randomly selected, but this actually puts you in a lottery to give you a better chance to be selected at one point. And I think if you, if you stay at the $25 level long enough, I'm going to venture to say you will probably end up playing at one point because I don't think there's going to be so many people that it, your, your number will come up eventually. I think so. Uh, and then finally, maybe the most exciting, as far as I'm concerned, at the $25 level, you get the classic I Hate Jimmy Pardo bumper sticker. There we go. So uh, these are coming out of the closet? These have been around since the 90s. These have been around since 1996. And they're finally going, you're finally going to let them go there. You're, you might have a couple left after this, but this is basically it, right? Uh, this will uh, hopefully make some space in my closet. <laughs> hopefully this will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and people have asked over the years, can I get one? Can I send you money for one? Yeah. And I usually, if you wrote me, I would just mail it to you. But this is a way to get rid of um, more a, than a that. nice stack. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is a way to give a very nice prize to our $25 uh, subscriber. And up. Yep. $25 and, and, and up. up. That's right. a good point. That's a good point. And then, right. and then the last level that has a unique uh, uh, perk to it is the $50 level. $50 a month, you get everything we mentioned, plus a live video call with Jimmy. You which, still get that call. Yeah, which we've done in the past. We kind of feel like uh, a lot of people have done that enough. Uh, you know, uh, it's nice to check in. I know you enjoy talking to people. Uh, we're, we're trying not to you know, make people feel bad that they can't reach if they can't reach that level. But luckily, you've been able to talk to a fair number of people over the last three years. That is correct. Um, so uh, if I'm not mistaken, the $20 level got the video the first time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I talked to uh, luckily the a lot of people. <laughs> luckily, the, I say luckily the pandemic happened <laughs> right. and we were able to do calls throughout the week, morning, evening, yeah. day. Uh, time is a little different these days for everybody involved. Yep. And so scheduling those has uh, become uh, problematic. So uh, sadly, yes, it has to be. And you know what? These people that do support us at that level do deserve something special. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's at 50. And then, of course, the hundred dollar level is uh, the same as the 50. Uh, but those are just folks. If you love the show, yeah, it's only because it's been demanded. That's it, right? That's the only reason. It's a handful. Uh, of somebody has, people. and maybe we—I don't know when we have to uh, implement this. Uh, somebody's demanded a thousand dollar a month level. I don't know what. Yeah, somebody's demanding that. So if we uh, <laughs> really? can get that on the site, wow! What what do you get for that though? You get the same thing as the fifty dollar level. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, that would be. Uh, that is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I, that, that, I, I think I'd be very uncomfortable. Yeah. I'd be uncomfortable if somebody paid that because then I feel like that person could write on a regular basis and you'd have to do what they ask. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're basically pretty much a producer at that point. Like a, right. like a, yeah, you kind of are. You're like an associate producer. Executive producing Never Not Funny. You're giving $12,000 a year to this yeah. show? Oh, my Lord. 
Let's simple. Let's put it on the site. <laughs> I I would. Here's what it would be amazing. It would be a fun experiment to see if a second person got on board with that idea. <laughs> you know. You know what? That's not a bad call. I never I'm thought in. about it, but I do have twelve thousand dollars. Twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> Cut to five years from now, and there's twenty people doing that, and the show is d- produced by them. committee. <laughs> yeah, by committee. But they're the only audience we have left. Yeah, right, Everyone right, else right. is left. Garen, go get our guest if you would, please. Um, the uh, our guest has been patiently waiting. By the way, our guest was the gentleman I was on the phone with, where I was talking about uh, getting merch, and I and I said, you know, what I like, what am I going to get? What am I going to sell? And I hate to report a bumper sticker, and this gentleman laughed like crazy. Mm-hmm. So then I made them, mm-hmm. and then they didn't sell. <laughs> uh, Doug Benson has just joined the ranks, uh, right there on the uh, blue chair there, if you would, Doug, uh, nice and comfortable, <laughs> or just stand there awkwardly. That's also an option. I had not seen. I don't know if I could just no, stand no, you, here. You, not you don't even touch that. You don't even touch it. You just sit in the fucking chair, and then you uh, you just uh, speak like a human being. All right, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I, I was gonna say I don't think I've ever seen Doug Benson with this uh, this Eddie Vedder hair. It looks great. Yeah, yeah. looks great. Thank nice hair. You. It's crazy because I talk to Doug all the time because uh, you know working on his podcast, but I I have not seen you in person since before. COVID. So I, right? I haven't seen the hair in person until now. It's exciting. <laughs> it looks it looks terrific. Do you yeah, ever we do uh when you do uh Zoom shows with uh Doug Loves movies and Wide World of Dougs, yeah. we don't turn the cameras on. Yeah, because you like to be in the dark. You like to be. Uh, I like a radio style, but I like this too. I love uh, coming back. But and you being know, here radio style is getting yelled at first thing. They're in the, well, that's the, the show. It's been the show for sixteen years. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I miss it. But radio, you know that they don't. They sit in a, a lighted room when they do radio. They're not in a. They're not in a dark room, not looking at each other. Oh, when you do like a thing when you call into a radio station? Yeah, but you're the only one that's on the telephone. Everybody, Everybody's not. Everyone else is together. Yeah, they could all make yeah, eye contact. I hear that. I and these days that. when you go call radio, you're basically you're on Zoom. So you do see everybody. Right. Yeah. So I'm, hmm. I'm, I'm a throwback in more than one way. Yeah. And uh, one of them makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> but the other one I still cling to is that uh, the guests love not having to, uh, you know, you can just look however you want to look uh, if we don't turn the cameras on. But some guests are like, oh, I want to see everybody. Yeah. And then and the thing with that is it slows down the sometimes the lips start not matching mm. over oh. the course of a long Zoom recording. So uh, and it just drags on the, you know, the uh, sound in general. Well, I'm uh, told by my when, crack sound technicians. <laughs> when you're dealing with people who you don't know what their inter- internet connection is going to be, then it sometimes can be. I was going to say because none of that was a problem for us for we we kept we, yeah because it was the four of us knew what we were doing. We we had it worked out, and then it was just we just had to hope the guest had a good internet right. connection. But with Doug, it's like three or four people, I see. all in different places. You know, all we don't really know the very all, all spots of the world. Right, we had a dude from the UK. Who'd you have on from the UK? <laughs> Joe Cornish, director of the uh, current series on Netflix called Lockwood and Company. I see, and that's uh, what is that about? What is Lockwood and Company about? Is that a? Uh, it's a. Uh, I think it's a young adult situation, so that's probably why you're not familiar. Not for me. Uh, he's his previous films. He did a movie called Attack the Block that was very popular. That was uh, young John Boyega who went on to be in Star Wars. And, uh, and then he did another movie called The Kid Who Would Be King mm-hmm. with the great Patrick Stewart. 
and a bunch of kids. Mm -hmm. So I think this is also a thing with a bunch of kids in it. I see. Now, Garen, you you got excited when Doug mentioned this. Are you watching this program? I started watching it. It's good. You'll like it. It's ghosts are like real. Okay. And uh, <laughs> wow. but you're already checked you out. You lost Jimmy. Yeah, okay. but only kids or teenagers can see them or interact with them, huh. so they have skills to fight monstrous ghosts. Oh, I see. It's fun. This is on Netflix. You tell me. Yeah, this is a Cornish production. It is a Cornish. Lockwood and Company. Yes. Terrific. And if you haven't seen Attack the Block, it is fantastic. I haven't seen it. I've seen uh, Gleaming the Cube. Is it similar to that? <laughs> um, I think they both have skateboards, but that might be it. Okay. Yeah. What, what about that Stranger Things? They're on bicycles. Is that similar to this? <laughs> There's bikes in Attack the Block, I think. See, that's so, what I'm getting at. I mean, Breaking Away is my favorite movie. You know that. And that's about uh, oh, bike okay. racing. So then you're in for mm-hmm. Attack the Block. Yeah. Sounds like I'm in, guys. It's, it's, it's out of space aliens like you've never seen before. Or since. Okay. And and kids on bikes fighting them. Okay. Well, again. This is a good one for you and the son to watch together. Uh, will my son like that? Yeah. B- based on uh, his likes? Yes. I think so. All right. It's hard not I'm, to like it, it. I'm surprised he hasn't yeah. seen it. He might have already seen it, actually. He might. But you remember, the you know, last thing we watched together was Detour. You know, a, a <laughs> right. film noir. So, yeah. uh, actually, the last thing we saw was Titanic. We saw Titanic. Oh, Tell us about uh, that. Saturday motion night. Picture theater? Yeah, I went to the motion picture house and saw Holy Titanic crap. in 3D. You know what it didn't need to have? 3D. Right. You have to wear the glasses? You got to wear the glasses. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, <laughs> the, the opening credits are great. And then the rest of it, you, you don't need them. You yeah. don't need 3D. Right. That said, I, I stand by my review of it. I loved it when it came out, and I still love it. I, I'm a sucker for the love story. Yeah. I, I buy it. Mm-hmm. I love it. As Danielle points out, in the hand of lesser actors, it may not work, but the two of them are so great, yep. and they're great together. Uh, Oliver walked away saying, Dad, if you t- if we just watched the movie, and if you told me Billy Zane said, a round of hair drinks, my good man, I would believe you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because he never says it. It feels right, though. Uh, but it's great. I love them when the action happens. It's great. Uh, I love it. Tell me about the running away from the water I down the hallway. I would have thought it was just because of the 3D glasses. Okay. But since you pointed out, it is insane. <laughs> yeah. You know that shot, Doug? When they're running <laughs> yeah. down the hall. And it's just like their faces are floating off their heads. Yeah, it's uh, it's not as bad as that. And they yeah. may have fixed it a little <laughs> okay, bit. Okay, okay. But it's still clearly yeah. not there. Because the, the, somehow, because they, they had to have them match the people. Right. So like Leonardo DiCaprio's face is a little bit wider than it actually is. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but had you not pointed that out, yeah. I wouldn't have noticed it. I just would have thought it was because I'm wearing the 3D glasses. Okay, yeah. Um, but the audience loved it. Kids in the back were crying. Oh, my God. It was... Uh, like, uh, like annoyingly, like a baby crying. <laughs> uh, no, like they they were really into. They were into it. Okay. Uh, there were the three girls that, uh, and we've all been guilty of this at some point in our lives, where something tickles you, and then you can't stop laughing. Mm-hmm. And the three of them did that for most of the movie. Oh no! And it was infuriating. Mm. And uh, it's like, and they do, they really started laughing during. Uh, some serious part, uh, part with you know obviously people dying at the end. So were they there to like watch it ironically? They weren't. I don't oh, think. Okay. I think it's one of those situations they where just got the giggles. Yeah, like I went on a date once and saw The Big Chill, and some some dudes or girls or a gang of people on the outside uh, banged on the door, and it scared the hell out of the entire movie theater, and it really scared the girl I was on a date with. But then when she settled down, she was laughing at herself for getting so scared, <laughs> and then she kind of laughed through the whole movie. <laughs> And and she ruined the big chill for people. Like she, there's no question, this girl ruined the movie. Mm-hmm. And so it was that she she yeah. wanted to see the movie, but right. she was 
you know, whatever. And I think that's what happened with these three girls. Okay. Uh, that's anyway. crazy that you that you use banging on the door and the big chill uh, as a story in front of me because what, what, what? when I saw the big chill yes? in a motion picture theater, there was a banging on the door there, that's not, no way. during the goddamn movie. And everyone was like, what the hell is that? But it was, you know, nobody got up to push the door open to see, and it stopped. And then a little bit later, the banging starts again, and it happened through the entire movie. Uh. And no one would get up and go look because it would happen for a second. They went, right. Not the whole movie, but maybe like 15 minutes. You know, the length of a fireworks show <laughs> right. that was happening at the stadium next door. Oh, that was- <laughs> <laughs> but it sounded like a, some right. fucker was just pounding wow. on the doors. And everyone was like, I'm not going to go answer yeah. that. I don't want to see what's out there. Yeah, we didn't either. It's like, I'm, I'm not, I'm, yeah, why do you want to be the one to go find out no, that it's a tiger? I don't know. It could be a tiger or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't anything pounding on the door like that. I don't want to be the first to encounter it. I don't want to go out to it. I don't want to let it in. Yeah, and I'm trying to watch the big chill, which I'm is trying that? to watch Jeff Goldblum, uh, you know, have sex with a girl he just met. Yeah, he. Uh, I uh, spoiler alert, he doesn't. He doesn't, but he turns it on strong. He tries hard. Yeah, I love. I went. On, I, that was a date movie for me. I went on that. I saw that movie many times. And if you if you forced me to watch it now, I would probably murder you instead. <laughs> Right? It's horrible. It doesn't hold up. It's horrible. It's rough. I just watched it. I liked it. You did? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The kitchen scene where they're yeah, dancing? The well, I mean, yeah. with the, stuff, they all get the... new shoes? It's fucking horrible. <laughs> ah, Over all oh, shoes. <laughs> right? So you must be psyched about Ben Affleck's air. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so weird. A whole movie where the, the, they showed the trailer yesterday, yeah. and the whole movie's just like... Is is the Michael Jordan shoe gonna work or what? Is that gonna be a success? It, like, it's, what's where is the suspense in this storytelling? I, I'm with you. I I thought I actually said to Oliver. I, I said, "Is that a real trailer?" Like, I thought it was a commercial for Nike. Right. I, I thought it was like a yeah, yeah, yeah. especially with Affleck in the drive-through window and right. the other commercial right. dicking around. Like, you didn't know what was going on with yeah. that guy. I tell you what, J Lo didn't like him being there. I'll tell you that. Right. She pulls. She pulls up. He's paraphrasing. You get out of there. Yeah. But get me a glazed. But get a glazed. They, they had the exact same exchange there that they did on camera. I never seen it. <laughs> the same look, the same dynamic. Right. Like he didn't want to be there, <laughs> or you know, in this case, this he case ran he wanted off to, be to do that to get away yeah. from her. Yeah. yeah, but that's what he was asking. I think at the Grammys, he's like, "I'm gonna go outside and have a cigarette." She's like, Don't "You sit your ass down." <laughs> oh yes, yes yeah. dear. Then the smiles. Oh, yes, so dear. great. I like her as an actress, uh, but uh, her line read in that uh, commercial is not great. Hmm. Uh, and, and, and get me, is it very... She's probably in a genuine hurry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she really sped out of there after one terrible right. yeah. take. I'll give you one take, that's it. Yeah. We, got, we got her. Thank, thank you, J-Lo! This is your thing, Ben. I don't want to be a part of it, but if Just you insist. Just uh, yelling after her. Uh, all right, Doug Benson's here. <clears throat> he, he's already mentioned the programs, Doug Loves Movies, uh, Why World of Dougs. Uh, has not been with us in studio in a long time, but he yeah. was with us via Zoom during the pandemic. Right. Uh, but it's great to uh, have Doug back. Great to see him. And uh, we'll talk uh, with Doug about uh, uh, movies, of course, he loves them. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll play some sort of movie game at some point. That sounds like it might be fun. Sure. Uh, also, we've got Oliver's trivia question, the mm-hmm. final one of the season. Uh, so that's fun. And then uh, we can uh, also uh, award uh, Matt his $50 winnings uh, for, yeah. the, uh, for being the champ for the season. I, I don't know that it's that. I, I, I haven't kept track of it. It feels like every time I win, I'm, I'm winning with a low wager. So. You, 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 nobody can catch you. It okay. was, it, it, yeah, it was, it was decided 
three weeks ago yeah something like that all right yeah uh, i hope so i hope you're right yeah well no there's no, no we're, there's, we're there's, telling you you did the math yeah oh but I, we, we, I, there's a there's a spreadsheet oh i didn't i'm not i'm not privy to that spreadsheet. oh you you're where's the spreadsheet like, how, like how do i, I, I believe elliot's in second place and it's not even close not anymore mm-hmm. there was a point there was a point like I say, four weeks ago, where I still could have gotten you, mm-hmm. and I was ahead of you. At, you for, were that's for a good the, chunk. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. There was a, yeah, six weeks ago, I had a chance, and then it all oh. kind of uh, fell apart. Yeah, for me anyway. Yeah. Remember, mm-hmm. I because I got that one right that you guys didn't want, and I got twenty five. Yes. Right, 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 right. And so that pushed me up, and right. it was like, oh, here we go. Yep. Uh, all right, listen, as I mentioned, Doug Benson's here. Don't forget about the platinum perks. Uh, they are on the website, I have to imagine. Yeah, nevernotfunny.com. Uh, That's all you need to know to sign up. Or so sign up. And f- folks that are already at those levels, they're already uh, they're in, and uh, yep. it just rolls over as it does uh, yes. uh, 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 the subscription model. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back right after this. Uh, listen, this is you. You know this, uh, Belknap and and Hochberg and myself. We love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, "Hey, this is good stuff." Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah, it's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it, you'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code pardo50 at factormeals.com slash pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just Yeah, if you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people. We could, you know, get this thing off the ground. Get, so let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a... I, well, I don't know, like a graphic designer, maybe. I do. Okay. Well, wait, are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do two three things. I actually do not need at the moment, <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Good team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah, you went on. You've said, "Look, I'm looking for yeah. uh, 
metal metal what are the what's that called a metal worker um someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they that forge they forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain i got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things okay good um, luck good, good luck to you and uh by the way if there is such a thing as bikechain.com uh i don't own that so don't don't write the owner of that that's your competitor thinking that it's me what did i say no no i don't know i'm just saying in real life that's your competitor uh yes so do not go there don't, don't support him don't not go there and do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun uh i don't even know if it's a real thing uh, it probably is but it probably is and you know what i think i gotta get into the bike chain game yeah you do uh, the way to do that is through ZipRecruiter. if you're hiring ZipRecruiter is the way to do it once again go to ZipRecruiter.com slash pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire oh son of a bitch the beep where's the beep where's the beep why did that happen guys this- there it is uh, hey, welcome back to the program, guys. <laughs> Episode uh, 3125. Uh, the beep happened there, and then a little uh, Clara Peller reference for uh, those people over the age of 90. They got to enjoy that. Uh, Wendy's uh, commercial fun old bag, who then every comedian had a punchline. It was that, and uh, help, I fall, and I can't get up. Those were the two things that people uh, latched on to. Uh, I tried, couldn't make either work because the heart wasn't in it. That's the truth. <laughs> I, did, I, I, I was doing it for easy laughs, and yeah. I, I couldn't commit to it, so I didn't get the easy laughs. In fact, I, got, I was met with silence. Oh, no. What about uh, clap on, clap off? I was thinking about that, too. Did you ever go for that one? Uh, I may have made a quick clapper reference from time to time, and usually it's... Uh, it sounds ironic, so it works. Cha-cha-cha-chia? You ever do that? I don't think I've done the pet, no. Mm. These are things you've done. No, I'm just saying, you know, those were all, there were a lot of good ones yeah. in, in comedy that we, you could just throw in. Like, you could just say it at the at the end of a joke, no. unrelated. And it would often, it was, you know, it was before uh, The Office blew up, you know, that's what she said. Like, the, the yes. kind of, like, just placing something in the wrong spot, mm-hmm. but then acting like it's brilliant. Uh, th- that is the voice of Doug Benson. He's our guest here today. He's the host, of course, of Doug Loves Movies and uh, the Why World of Dogs that he does with uh, Doug Millard. Is that right? Is that the <laughs> Mellard? Sure. Who's Doug Millard? That's another fellow. No, it's just Mellard Millard. He he let me say Millard for years and years and years, <laughs> uh, and he even lets people go as far as to say Mallard, and he won't correct. And that. what is it? Millard. Millard. Mellard. M-E-L-L-A-R-D. Mellard. Yeah, you've got the spelling, right? You're just putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah. What's the spelling? <laughs> M-E-L-L-A-R-D. It's, it looks like Millard, but it's Mellard. Mellard. That's horrible. <laughs> it's not a great last name. No, what's no his middle how name? You slice does he have a middle name? I'm sure he does, and I'm sure we've discussed it on a show about names that we do together. <laughs> and uh, and of goes- course, I don't remember. I'm going to say uh, maybe it's... Fillmore. Yeah, so you go with the uh, <laughs> Doug Fillmore. Douglas Fillmore Mellard. Love it. Don't use that last name. Doug, if you're listening, and I think he is a listener. Oh, sure. Uh, don't listen. I mean, don't uh, stop using your last name. He's a part of the Misfit Toys family, so he listens to all of it. <laughs> we all have to, right? Yep. I listen to every single I got, and That reminds me, I got a hard out today because I got to go listen to some stuff. What yeah. do you got? You got a hard to survive with I got to listen to some uh, grown up teenage boy. 40-year-old teenager? 40-year-old boy. What's it called? 40-year-old boy. boy. I like grown-up teenage boy. I I genuinely didn't know what you were talking about for a second. Mike Schmidt, colon, grown-up teenage boy. You know, i got to be honest. uh, Misfit Toys, we curated that. And even there for a second, because uh, Mike does not run commercials. Uh, There's no spots for Mike. Uh, Oh, I see. I forgot for a second what uh, Doug was referring to. Yeah, yeah. But all the other shows, uh, yeah, uh, the promos in there. Doug's got his. His two shows will pop up from time to time. Mm-hmm. Michael Ian Black, uh, the girls from Ruined, uh, Cheryl and Tig. 
Danielle and Christine, they're all over there. Yeah. Martin. Uh, Gil Martin. Gil, Gil Martin's is very serious. Yeah, well, he's very a serious. Hi, this is Paul Gil Martin. I'm the host of the Mental Illness Happy Hour and, and famous people like Tiffany Haddish and Rob Delaney. Very serious. <laughs> Too serious. I hope you'll enjoy my show. Right? Have you listened to it? His, the commercial? I've heard the commercial. Yeah, yes. it's very serious. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's straight ahead. It's been praised by the likes of the Wall Street Journal and this other thing. Please listen. <laughs> you know, you haven't given us one reason to listen. How, how, how can you have the nerve to have the word happy in the title? <laughs> right? <laughs> Jazz it up, Gilly. Come on. Come call, on. It the, call it the grumpy hour. <laughs> As a reminder, that guy Bashful was my wedding at best. party. I love him. I love him the death. He's the best. But, uh, but let's jazz that up. I did it once and, my, and I was ready to go the whole time. You, you wanted to take off? Yeah, because I don't want to get to the part where you cry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need that. What did you talk? What did you talk about on there? That's the thing. There's no, you know, it's pretty, you know. I guess your typical maybe bullying maybe drove me to comedy, mm-hmm. you know, but nothing that was that bad, really. Right. You know, I was on early as uh, I don't know if you were on early. I was on early when it was still kind of it was supposed to be comedy, and talking about serious things. And and I yeah. had a shopping addiction. That was my way of. Uh, dealing with depression was I would go shopping and then therefore I put myself into debt and had to declare bankruptcy. Um, so that was what I talked about. Uh, but with humor and fun, I, sure. don't, I don't know if there'd be room for that on his program anymore uh, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm not in a dark corner jerking it to uh, Santana. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens well, that's now. That's what happens now. Oh, that's the episode. It's changed. Yeah, it's, it's it really has. Is that also in the promo? Because he should mention. If, he if, should if, mention if, that. If you're going to get jerking out in the corner with uh, Santana, they they should warn you. Oh, it's hot. You're you're so close to the sun. My wife's least favorite song of all time. Maybe of, of all time. Yeah. She oh, hates that smooth. Song. She hates she hates Santana and specifically that song. Yeah, interesting. Because that, that song to me is just like instantly instant happiness. Me too. Same. Like it comes on, me you're just too. like, oh, I'm I'm in a better mood just because of this terrible song. Doug, I 100 percent agree with you. I you know I'm it, not into Rob Thomas or whatever. Yeah, but uh, that one, that that lick in there, that guitar lick. <laughs> I you think just he, hear it. And you, I, now I want to make a you know an Instagram reel with that song in yeah. it. You know, just the first part. Because there's so many songs though that I do I, I do understand people hating or you know. Give me an example. Or that I don't tolerate. Uh, you know, or I didn't used to tolerate, but now I do because now it's just you just you just hear them once in a while. Mm-hmm. It's the the repetition that makes you like hate a macarena when you're in the middle of it. But in reality, when it's happening. But now you hear the first few seconds of it, you're like, I'm in. I'm in. I'll listen to this. I will also, I always bring up Co- Kokomo, <laughs> We Built This City. Those are horrible They're songs. Horrible. They're so horrible. But, but they come on. And you know them and you hum them. They fill me with joy. You know most of the words. Oh, absolutely. Jamaica, Montego. I don't I don't know all the places <laughs> they go, but you know what I mean? They eventually get to Kokomo. Right? Are they all fake places? Are, they're all real places except Kokomo? Yeah, Bermuda, that's right. Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take it. To Bermuda. Key Largo. Come on, pretty Sorry. mama. Key Largo. Montego. Baby, why don't we don't got to go Kokomo? That was me. That's my mic love. I'm going to do a joke right out of my act. Okay. Here we go. I, you know, I once saw a Beach Boy. I opened up. This is true. I opened up for a Beach Boys tribute act, and these guys were spot on. I hated them as much as I hate the Beach Boys. There it is. Right out of the act. Wow. Happy to do it. Good. Happy to do it. They were good, yeah. but I don't like the Beach Boys. Yeah. They had the striped shirts on the whole fucking show. <laughs> yeah. No, it's really. You, you see that movie with John Cusack and uh, 
as old. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I like that movie. Old Brian Wilson. I don't think it's a good movie, and, uh, though, but I like no, it. it's a weird movie. And mm. uh, what's his name? Paul Dano. Paul Dano. As mm-hmm. young, so you already have two actors that no one would ever mistake for one another, <laughs> <laughs> playing the same character <laughs> and the same character in very different mindsets too. Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's just a different person. But uh, I guess that's sort of. I guess you could look at it that way. Like, oh, he's a different person now. That's oh, how much yeah. this whole all this shit has changed him and all of his brain troubles. I wasn't going to look at it that way, but you but, just talked me into it. But that God Only Knows song, I never I never respected that song as a child, but, but then hearing the rest of the band being mad at it, not mm-hmm. wanting it to happen, made me like, that's my favorite song of all time now. <laughs> I do like You know, because the rest of those dumb Beach Boys were against it. <laughs> they were like, this song sucks. It was like, no, it's the, one of the most beautiful songs ever written. No, they want to talk about their surfboard again. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, they, they're they're waxing it down. <laughs> Getting it ready. <laughs> surfboards and cars that's all they knew then yeah brian wants to talk about god don't bring that into this we're talking sand baby (laughs) no the pet sounds happened at all with the rest of the band being like no uh uh-uh and they still still did it it still happened and and it still looked at as a brilliant album but if you ask mike love about it he probably gets a little grumpy (laughs) then adjusts his hat (laughs) he doesn't get happy he's a jackass he's a horrible human being he's Mm. not a not a pleasant man yeah, I don't. my encounters with him have been awful because you know they they toured with Chicago, uh, and so I had the chance to uh, be in a hallway with Mike uh, Love many times, ooh. and no, thank you. Not just a nice in thing. a hallway. That's not hallway. You could tell he was terrible in a hallway. Well, you say you're not pleasant to people. Yeah, Big doesn't foot. say excuse me. No, that's not his bag. Steps on everybody. Well, he would, and then he would, then he would talk like this. Hey, <laughs> that's, that's not true. Of course, <laughs> was he like Leno? Yeah. Hey, well, what's going on over here? Oh, I love the Beach Boys. Oh, you kidding me? I put the top down. I listened to them. They're terrific. And then I burned my face because I'm dumb. Um, <laughs> Doug, you, speaking of Paul Dano, uh, you uh, you saw the Fablements, I have to imagine. Uh, no, I haven't. You have not seen the Fablements. I, I almost said yes because I I feel like I I you know have the whole vibe of it mm. already in my head. So that's probably why I haven't gotten around to seeing it. Same way I feel about Avatar two. Like there's these movies that are just like, well, I have a pretty good feeling I know what that's going to be. All right. Whereas you go see uh, Banshees of Inner Sharon. And uh, partway through, you're like, oh, this is not what I thought this was going to be. This is going a different way. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the Best Picture nominees uh, this year, like uh, movies that go off in directions, especially because you go to see them without all the hype of hearing all about what it's going to be about. You just go, oh, I'm going to go see this Brendan Gleeson movie Mm -hmm. because they they say he's going to get nominated, you know? And, uh, And then it's like, whoa, this is not what I signed up for, but I also liked it. I loved it a lot. But again, they really emphasize that it's a comedy all the time and, and it, i uh, didn't laugh too much <laughs> it is it is uh it is not <laughs> but there's you know i guess the rhythms of it or, or the uncomfortable people in the audience maybe laugh at it so they go oh yeah let's go ahead and call it a comedy because also that guy martin mcdonough his other movies are pretty funny yeah in bruges yeah and seven psychopaths and uh that other one with the irish People, uh, it, you know, the truth is that 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 is the movie equivalent of Paul Gilmartin's podcast. <laughs> yeah, you think it's going to be a comedy, and then the last the next thing you know, you're sobbing because it's about depression. Mm. Yeah, it's. Uh, we enjoyed it. The Proto Canic household liked it very, very much. Everybody watched it at home. Uh, no, we went to the Ocean Picture House. Oh, we enjoy going you to the, go to the theaters a lot. We go quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's good. We do enjoy it. We like the big screen. I like that people do that still. We did watch the menu we watched on television. Mm-hmm. That one we okay. did watch on TV. I saw that in a the theater. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. 
We're like, uh, we should do a remake of Freaky Friday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, the, the menu. What'd you, th- what'd you think? Um, I, I, I didn't, li- I went in, I think I went in with too high. You'd order something else when given a choice. <laughs> I, if I'm going to you to do your joke, yes. I'd like to eat off the menu, please. <laughs> I didn't, uh, I, I guess I expected it to be better than it was. And, and it, uh, I think I was disappointed by it. I, but it's almost my fault. I put too much on it. No, right? I, I kind of feel that same way. Like, I, I, I liked it, okay, but I was like, this could have been pushed. Like, it, it was, like, not, it was like almost sillier than I thought it was going to be. And, like, not as, like, it could have been more of a horror movie. Or yeah, horrible been, things are happening, but yeah. they somehow give it to you in a kind of a, a, a manner that doesn't make it that. It, yeah. It's not viscerally upsetting. Yeah. But like, it, maybe it should be, but I don't know if it should be. Because I just right. I just thought for a movie where really gross and weird things happen, that it was pleasant. And that uh, <laughs> Ray Fiennes and Anya Taylor-Joy are both just, like, so watchable. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're both around through the whole thing yeah uh i you know so in the theater i enjoyed it all the way through then i started reading about people you know pushing back on it a, a little bit and saying it's overrated overhyped and all that stuff but uh i don't just i don't really pay too much attention to any of the hype anymore i just yeah. see things that, that look interesting well I, again i'm blaming myself i hyped it up for myself too much sure because sure. i saw the trailer and i went holy shit this yeah. is and i had excitement and then we should have, uh, I think if I saw it in a movie theater, I might have had a different reaction to it. I think watching it at home uh, in the middle of the afternoon is when we had yeah. an opportunity to watch it. I think, yeah. I think that played into it. A little too relaxing, maybe. Maybe. Did you guys feel like the guy that is with Anya Taylor-Joy, like at a certain point, his his actions, like what his reactions and his whole being are just like ridiculous and not believable well like just, they were trying to make a statement uh, just on the idea of the you know how uh, intense these foodies get yeah. and uh nicholas holt is the guy who played that part and right. he is uh like he's one of those chameleons that like people can't nail down but yeah. he's been in movies ever since he played the kid in about a boy with yeah. hugh grant Oh, I didn't realize that was that yeah kid. and he's kid. the fucking weird bald guy in uh mad max fury road Oh wow! You're, yeah, you're blowing my mind. Yeah, no, he's really. I didn't know who versatile. he was at all. <laughs> yeah, he's. You've seen him a ton That's of times. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he's really good. But the character is really annoying. Yeah. Like that's, a, that's, a, that's the line that's weird sometimes is an actor is great at playing an annoying character, but you, yeah. you don't want to spend time with that annoying character. Right. I, did, I don't want to get specific for people who haven't seen it, but it just feels like it kind of it, it broke the reality of the story of the movie for me a little bit the way when it becomes clear this is not a prank it's this is all really happening and he's still like can i get the, like he's still yeah. in the mode of like this is a great experience I'm like dude it's not a great experience the guy got his fucking thumb chopped off like what the fuck are you talking about this is this is serious shit like you're you can't still be a weirdo foodie nerd well you're not eating the food though like <laughs> well, you're maybe, not experiencing it the true. same way that he maybe is. it was just that good you're not I there on that the, deserted the cult island of personality that was happening too that he was so enamored yeah. with this guy yeah. that he Bought into it. Uh, Garen, you loved it. I did. Yeah. I did. There we go. But I didn't really hype it that much, I right. guess. I kind of avoided it. You saw it. Yeah, like, I didn't right see the trailer out, right? for no, one I saw thing. It a month ago? Oh, maybe? I thought I thought you were like in early. No, I was HBO okay. Max. I watched it. Okay. Though. He was in early on mm. Megan. He couldn't wait to see that Megan. Yeah. yeah. Went to see that thing. Right? How'd that work out? Oh, it's great. It's, okay. It's campy. Good. Yeah. It's, you know. But everybody says good things about that. So I, that's one that I would have liked to seen with a. Uh, an audience, mm-hmm. I think, but ships probably sailed on that at this point because it's 
What, what did TV. I say recently on this program that I was in the movie theater and I was glad that I saw it in the movie theater because the, the energy of the room? What the what movie was that? Does anybody remember? Wasn't Titanic, was it? It was not Titanic. It was, uh, what did I did, see prior? Did, did you see any of uh, the Indiana Jones films? Did you get no, that? No, that did, was Joe yeah. Latrulia. That was, yeah, I didn't know if you followed up. No, I didn't follow but up. But I think that. that's when the conversation was from. Because he was talking about that, and you, you had seen something around that time. I had seen something around that time. Like a week ago. Hmm. But, all right, let me go to my Cinemark uh, oh, yeah. application. Oh, that sh- should give us some information. But it yeah. also may not, because maybe I didn't see it at Cinemark. Oh, boy. But we only really ever go to Cinemark. You should have a letterboxed account, Jimmy. Oh, Keep track you, of your... You're cool if I don't do that? Do <laughs> <laughs> you do that, Doug? Do you I get else? that. People recommend that to me, too, and I just go, I think I would probably like it a lot, but I'm, yeah. I'm getting by without it at this point. Uh, I, I feel like it's too late. Like, <laughs> I've seen movies my whole life. I can't start chronicling it now. It's like I've seen a thousand movies. What am I going to do? Be like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm not going to go back and write up like what yeah. I thought of Pulp Fiction. Yeah, right, here we go. We saw Titanic. I saw... Megan, Black Panther, Babylon, Violent Night. It wasn't Black Panther that maybe you liked the audience oh, no. being all cheery oh, and no. excited? That, that movie was not for me. Oh. Uh, you, you saw Violent Night in the theater? I did see Violent on December 23rd. Whoa. So Violent that was a, uh, was there a crowd? There was a crowd, and actually that was a fun crowd because people, you know, gasped and enjoyed it. And ba- yeah. Babylon, uh, that you could see with or without a crowd. We, we must have seen something at a different movie theater. At the A, we did. We saw some of the AMC at the Grove. What was okay. that? Okay, now we're getting. What started. did I see at the AMC Grove? Do you have, a, do you have an cracking. email receipt? Is there a receipt in your email inbox? <laughs> now you delete every email the you Grove get. Grove <laughs> about a week ago, and not, you like the crowd. Not oh, for, that's why he deletes it all, so that nobody can find out where he's been. <laughs> uh, I bet they could pull some records if they need to. I don't to. think we bought it online. Hmm. You went right up to the box office and said, two for this, please. No, there's no way we did that, too. Or three. Anyway, who knows? <laughs> oh, man. I gotta figure We're never gonna know. We're never gonna know. I can't. It wasn't, it wasn't at the, the Amazon theater, was it? I have not been there yet. I, the only no. interaction was when I talked to the security oh, right. guard. Right, right, right. Oh, man. What did we see at the AMC? Oh, was it 80 for Brady? That was it. Thank you, Doug. It was 80 for Brady. Good to see that with a group of people. You got to see that with a crowd. Yeah, that that helped me through it. If you could see it. I did. I went to the, uh, uh, it it was premiered at the Palm Springs Film Festival, and I, I like fell into some tickets and i went and and all four of the ladies plus harry hamlin were there in person so you have did the q and a and everything but yeah it was kind of fun to see it like i can only see their backs of their heads but it was like sally field rita moreno lily and jane all like sitting on like aisle seats so i knew where they were so it was interesting to watch those you know famous actresses that i grew up watching you know, be in a room with them and watch themselves. Yeah. Which is like one of my favorite things about getting to go to like a, a premiere kind of thing, you know, is uh, when that happens. Like I got to see the premiere of that, uh, whatever number it is, 1800. Is that the new Harrison Ford, Helen Mirren, Yellowstone spinoff? 1923. 23, 1923. Yeah. Uh, got to go to like the premiere of that. So Harrison Ford and Her- Helen Mirren are in the room watching it at the same time I am. Yeah. And I, you know, didn't love it, but 
<laughs> still a cool experience. All right, now you, you gave us your review of that, but you you glossed over when I said what you think of eighty for Brady. <laughs> oh, you you did not. I think that it's it it's it unfortunately feels like a TV movie or something. It's very uh, silly, and uh, the the plot points are just dumb. Like they lose the Super Bowl tickets just because Sally Field gets in a hot wings eating contest and leaves her bag behind. <laughs> okay, and it's like you could leave your bag behind for any reason. Like you don't need this whole hot wings thing to forget your bag. <laughs> Right. And, uh, you know, and then the jokes are the level of the bag that she has is like a fanny pack, but she wears it around her thing. So she calls it a strap on. So they keep saying that's not a strap on. Ha ha ha. And then she goes, no, it is a strap on. Like, that's as dirty as it gets. Mm -hmm. They can even put that in the TV commercials. Yeah. But that's the that's the level of the humor. OK. But I still in the in the end, I just loved like I don't even like Tom Brady. But he has a scene with Lily Tomlin where she's sad and old and he's nice to her that's really moving. It's really? strangely moving. All right. Yeah. And there's a scene with Jane Fonda and Gorkowski that's strangely funny. Wait, Gorkowski's in it too? Yeah. But just for so briefly. They I use Gronk. They use Gronk. Dude, can we, can we stop with him and Tony Romo? They both suck. <laughs> they both can't deliver lines. Why are we insisting that they be personalities? They, they're fucking yeah. snoozes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, so that's my review. All right. Well, thank you. That, that's... I, give it, I give it two and a half deflated footballs. Oh, hey. Boy. Hey. <laughs> Uh, also, hilarious timing that that movie came out like two days after Tom Brady officially retired for good this time. So, like, the film company must have been like, you couldn't wait couldn't until wait after our opening goddamn weekend? <laughs> you dummy. Yeah, he's, I, think that, I think you nailed it. I think he's dumb. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think he really, like, just uh, the reason he went back to football is just because he was like, oh, wait, sitting around the house with the family. That's not great. Yeah. I don't love that. Yeah, they, <laughs> as much as I love here. patting dudes butts and telling them which way to run. <laughs> Doug gets football. I do. Doug understands football. I know what's going on there. Sure you do. <laughs> now, you're not a sports guy, right? You're you you're not a I don't know you to be not a Not really, but I'll get I get hooked into the like I like movies about sports. Mm -hmm. Like most sports movies are good movies. They it's are, just right? built into it. You know, it's like most documentaries are fairly satisfying because it's not going to get to the theater unless there's some sort of point has been made in a, in a strong mm. way. Yeah. You know, and that's how I feel about sports movies is like, you know, even something like Rudy, you're, you're excited at the end just because the kid got to go in for one play. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's the dumbest ending ever or, or the first Rocky. Uh, where he just he loses and it's a triumphant finish. Yeah. They managed to make it like that's the best thing that could happen to a guy is is to lose in his first fight because he shouldn't have been there and the guy that he was fighting is is a killing machine. <laughs> would you say? Because I would. I, for me, Rocky is my favorite sport movie of all time. I think it, it might be because yeah. it, it's an art movie. It's an art. It's a great movie, and it has interesting touches like when you're just sitting in a theater and it's about to start and the word rocky flies across the screen in big letters With that. like i don't remember seeing any shit like that in the, in the 70s when this came out mm -hmm. or i did see stuff like that but it was different you know people did different things you know now everything's become so uh rote and similar in you know how movies open and you know what what happens with that did you see tar yes loved it all the opening crew credits all of that uh, in the opening credits and not at the end. 
So four minutes of every theater in the country having to deal with customers walking out going, you've mixed up the reels. <laughs> the end credits are playing. But they did it, you know, they did it just because that guy, the actor Todd Field, who directed it, is just like, I want to I wanna make people watch this part instead of getting up and leaving. Yeah. You know, and the actors are still at the end. <laughs> you know, they still have their credits at the end, but the end credits are, you know, much shorter. Uh, it's the way that back in the old days where they gave you the credits. Well, they gave the you credits. a lot, but they didn't give you, you know, now there's so many, so much credits. Like you can, if a movie's got any effects in it at all, you can, you can take the running time and slice seven to 12 minutes off because that's how long the end credits are. A lot of credits, be. yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, just a list of the babies that people had during the. <laughs> oh my God! Production babies can fuck off. <laughs> no, they usually just get like one one, one card all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. goes by pretty pretty quick. So I don't I don't mind it. But uh, Doug, here's a fun story for yeah. you. You brought up Rudy. I was okay. doing the show in uh, South Bend, Indiana, at the Funny Bone. And I'm on stage, and I was like, God, you, you guys just have to be so annoyed with that Rudy guy, right? The, the whole movie is, I'm going to do it, Dad. I'm going to do it, Dad. I'm gonna do it. He, does he walk around town doing that? Like, I did this whole thing. And who comes out to me after the show? Rudy. <laughs> the real life Rudy? Rudy Rudiger. Comes over and goes, hey, Jimmy, I thought that was great. And I went, whoa. I go, dude, you know, I, was, I knew you were here, so I was just trying to have some fun. And yeah. he goes, oh, I loved it, man. The whole table loved it. We let you slapping me on the back. And, and it was like, you got to be shitting me. What are you doing here? What are the odds? You couldn't have come any other night? Wow. Yep. Was he like your height? He's about my height, yeah. yeah. And And... I don't. That is not a movie that I enjoy as much as you did because I found. Oh, I don't love it. I found him to be, and I like the actor Sean Astin, but mm. I found that to be grating. That it was like, come on, dude, you can't play football. I'm gonna do it, Dad. <laughs> and then at work, no, he's on, terribly dude. annoying. I'm do it. Yeah. He's annoying. I think I was just illustrating the point that even Rudy is like has a uplifting finish sure, right. for such a stupid kid doing such a dumb thing. And there's that John Favreau. Then turns out I guess yeah. he's a director now. Yeah. And Vinny Vaughn's in it too. Yeah. Vince Vaughn. I think we yeah. met there, right? Little Vinny Vaughn. Yeah. And he's never been little. He's, guy's he's a giant. giant. He's a goddamn <laughs> monster. He's a, what's his new television program? He's got a new show. Uh, uh, oh. Does he? Yeah. I'll, I liked him in that freaky movie. I haven't seen it yet. He switches places with the girl. He's a serial killer, and he switches places with the girl. He's good in everything, but he really taps into the like Vince teenage Vaughn. girl thing. Oh, he does. <laughs> yeah, he really goes super sensitive. All right, for a fella that I don't think is probably terribly sensitive at all. I, I, I like his political <laughs> views. That's about it. That's where I. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's doing something because Oliver was doing his Vince Vaughn impression, like oh shit, thinking right. what the, he thinks the lines would be in the movie. Or What's in the a, TV show. It's pretty Karen, funny. you got it? Um, is he in the new Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Is there a new one? <laughs> There's up a new version of it, yeah. Like a show instead of a movie? I or think so, no yeah. Bad Monkey? Does that ring a bell? I don't know. Mm. My son was doing it. It's a new Bill Lawrence show. I mean, he's always popping up somewhere. And he's always good. He's really good in that uh, that uh, movie about the coupons. What... what, what uh, what is that movie called? The other guys from Blackbird. Is that the name of the movie? A TV show? <laughs> oh. What's that TV show called? Blackbird? Vince Vaughn's in that? No, the other guy. The guy that played uh, Jewel, Richard Jewel. Right, right. Oh, yeah. The that guy. guy. That yeah. guy from Cobra Kai. Is it, it's not called Eight Items or Less, is it? Queen Pins. Queen Pins. Ah, very good. Queen That's Pins. That's it. Vince Vaughn's great in that, and that guy's great in it. Mm -hmm. That guy's good in everything, too. Mm -hmm. That guy's real good. He's good. He was great in I, Tanya. Really good mm -hmm. in Itania. Everybody's yeah. good in Itania. Yeah, that's, we just thought about that last week. We did. It only a movie. That Margot Robot. <laughs> that's right. She's in that. <laughs> yeah.
she's uh, she's always good too. That bad Babylon with that. It's my son always goes. Dad, I like that that, that with that bombastic brass. <laughs> If you wow. seen it yet. No. Oh, the soundtrack is all yeah, br- super rock. brassy, and it's uh, and soundtrack. The the score is great. Dad, I got it on my Spotify. <laughs> what? 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 Fifteen year old kid puts the Babylon score on his Spotify? That's interesting. My kid does. What kind of parents? <laughs> I'll tell you what he <laughs> likes. Your kid. He likes it because of that bombastic brass. But is it like people speak about how like wild Babylon is and it is, but I don't know, for some reason, you know, I wasn't shocked by most of it. And and what bothered me the most is just, you know, elephant poop. Yeah. You know, I could do without the elephant poop. But other than that, uh, you know, I found it to be like, you know, obviously not realistic uh, uh, parties and stuff. I mean, you know, maybe. I don't know. Maybe somebody knows what parties were like back then, but <laughs> but uh, people that don't get that movie, I don't. I don't have a. I don't need to spend a second arguing with them about it. Okay. It's just like I like it. I don't know why I like it. We saw it. My girlfriend and I saw it in one of those theaters with like the you can uh, you know lean back and go to sleep. You know, just sleeper <laughs> seats, mm-hmm. and like you're on a plane. And uh, I sleep on planes all the time, so I can I can sleep in those quite easily. So it's it's rough getting through a movie in them. And it was like you know late at night, and we were the only people in the theater. And uh, I was like, there's no way I'm making it through this thing. And when we got to the theater, the snack bar was closed. That's how late the screening was. Wait, what? Yeah. We couldn't get anything. So we couldn't get anything to drink. We couldn't get anything to eat. And we showed up thinking we were going to eat and drink and yeah. watch the movie. So with no food, no drinks, and tired and, and in a sleeper chair, I watched that movie contentedly the whole three hours of it. I was like, when it was over, I was like, I, I can't believe I was never bored. There's slightly boring parts. You know, it slows down a couple times yeah, a little but, bit, but they never were so boring that it, that it bothered me. It just would uh, pick up again mm-hmm. soon enough. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just because it's like Singing in the Rain is one of my favorite movies of all time. And it's just this weird hell version of Singing in the Rain, mm-hmm. basically. It really is. They're telling the same story, but just from like, well, no, this did not go well for a lot of people. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. There's that specific actress that they model Margot Robbie on that like uh, this transition from uh into talkies mm-hmm. just ruined her career and she ended up you know dead pretty mm-hmm. pretty early all right let's go let's circle back on a couple of things okay I, be- I believe my review of babylon was that i didn't get up to go to the bathroom once yeah and right that's that's high praise if yeah. i'm if i'm for three hours for three hours this this what? all this should be on a movie poster like i know yours is a little long right. for the poster a little but wordy. Say, i didn't get up for the bathroom yeah. once uh they didn't have snacks and i was in a sleeper chair i didn't <laughs> I, go to the bathroom once and i had <laughs> diarrhea at the time well i don't think that makes the poster to be honest with you you don't think so i don't what, it, what if, what if you had at? elephant poop we were at this weird ass theater in san diego apologies to this theater if you're listening but it's called the magic box theater okay and it opened as part of a uh like several level downtown san diego uh several levels of like bar and restaurant like that chain that's there's not a lot of them but there's a place called sugar factory they have one that zany's in rosemont in that same little mall it's that thing okay you know and they like show videos of kim kardashian went in there once or she's got something to do with it and uh so this theater was going to be like a food and drinks theater and uh you know we went there a few times while it was seeming to prosper and then the pandemic happened Mm -hmm. and then uh so then we go back and this was also christmas eve so i even i 
I select what movie I'm going to see a lot of times now on, oh, look, here's here's a screening where you could pick your seats and no one has bought a ticket. <laughs> like, let's go to this private screening. Right. So we went to that hoping that would happen. And it happened, but they didn't have servers anymore. <laughs> and uh, the But no popcorn. They had like a different <laughs> restaurant downstairs and no one tore our tickets. We could have seen this movie. It was like 25 <laughs> bucks ahead. We could have seen it for free yeah. because we walked into the restaurant up the stairs. We knew where the theaters were. Were, no ushers, nobody, nothing, all the way into the theater, sat down, watched the entire movie. I kept thinking, oh, someone's going to come in and go, could you show us your tickets on your phone or whatever? Never happened. Never. And then when we left, we didn't see anybody and nobody asked us anything. It's like the projectors are just on, you know, autopilot. Autopilot. Yeah. And we so we could have, you know, seen it for free. But instead, I, I don't understand why paid through Fandango. I don't get it. Yeah. But they just didn't. You know, because it was also like a 9.30 or 9 o'clock on Christmas Eve, and it wasn't going to get out till midnight or whatever. But like I said, I I loved it, even though that All was right. a there weird, we go. weird experience. Review. And you weren't worried that you were going to see Santa Claus on the way home? <laughs> like, that that is a worry. That ruin. You can't stay up late. It's true. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's a bit of a risk. It's kind of like, uh, you know, you can't look at Twitter if you don't watch your favorite show, like right, right. when it airs, yeah. you know, like... It, it, luckily, we're on the west coast of Santa. Yeah, I guess you, you get a little bit calculated. Get a little bit yeah. time on but we Santa. get screwed on like like a, something like a Last of Us. Are you watching that? I am not. not. Well, there's stuff that can be spoiled every episode, mm -hmm. essentially, because it's also like Walking Dead was, where there's source material and they just go in and out of it as they please. Right. So even people who read the or read the books, read <laughs> the video games, <laughs> the people who read the video games, they don't know what necessarily what's going to happen. Uh, including one character being way gayer than he was in the video game. Oh, and people didn't expect that. And, and it, it made them sounds like unhappy. Yeah. And Wait a second. Guy. He wasn't that gay in the video game. Mm. They thought he wasn't gay at all in the video game, but they, they didn't really get the two, two men hanging out together uh, in the zombie apocalypse and not trying to kill each other or take each other's stuff. It's pretty romantic. I see. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But anyway, Last of Us, you know, it'll play uh, on the East Coast three hours before we get it. Like you know, like all this, like most of the stuff. Yeah. And then they and tweet then, about it, and, and they tweet about it. So you got to really, you got to get on. Uh, you know, you can't look at that shit. Do you have cable, or what do you do? Do you have HBO Max? I mix it all up. Yeah, I got it. You know, I I fall for all of it. Because like cable I, usually there, there's like an East Coast feed in the cable, right? Yeah, yeah. You can so you, you can jump on that five. and watch it early. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I'm talking more game. like you know. It used to be more of a problem than it is yes. now, yeah. and it's still a problem still for like. It's a problem. Yeah, it's still yeah. a problem for like Drag Race because they kick somebody out of every episode, and uh, MTV just plays it at eight o'clock mm -hmm. Pacific and eight o'clock right. Eastern. So you have that, but also you got to stay home on a Friday night, or you have to watch it the next day on the you know on your cables on demand with uh, the commercials not taken out, and you can't fast forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's. Uh, that sounds it's like an, an absolute nightmare. <laughs> sounds like some disaster. Yeah. What a nightmare. <laughs> well, we'll try to get through it. Uh, you, you know, you just have to. That's how life is. You just have to get through these really tough things. That's all we can do. That happen. Um, all right. You know what time it is, right? Yeah. <gasps> it's, it's time, time? for... Not wager what you want. You're everybody's going to be limited to one number here. That's true. We don't even really. And, and uh, so we write that down. But there's still five dollars at stake uh, for sure. this particular uh, question. Mm -hmm. And uh, so let's get to the question. 
uh, or the subject rather. Actually, Doug has two numbers to choose from, so he needs to, he needs the thing for some reason. He needs what thing? Uh, he needs the the category to, or the the topic or whatever. Well, we still do. Everybody needs. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, but it's some some guest we were looking at before. Someone messed up and well, used well, a well, but not only that, not only that, but we think we we decided that there was a gang episode where we did the trivia so therefore that wouldn't have been oh that's right maybe that's really why because i think we tried to correct it when the yeah, yeah, yeah someone yeah, yeah. used the thing all right here we go yep. your 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 subject is novel adaptations novel adaptations novel right. adaptations everybody else is uh, we, again uh, hold on i gotta think about this jimmy yep <laughs> i wrote uh just gonna decide if i want to put it in pen or pencil <laughs> <laughs> i got three colors of ink so. doug, doug has written down his no, I haven't. All right, novel adaptations again. Five dollars on the line. You're that implies listening. that it's a adapted adapted into a movie, and Doug loves movies. Yeah, so perfect. Perfect. it's just perfect timing. Yeah, or, or bad for us maybe. Yeah, although maybe a novel was adapted into uh, something else. Like a video ready? game or a Broadway show. Ready for the question? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. The Gary K. Wolf crime slash mystery novel was turned into a very popular film in 1989. However, the title of the movie was changed from the book as the word censored in the book title was changed to a different word pertaining to who is blamed for a crime. Mm-hmm. You know it. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Oh, boy. However, the title of the movie was changed from the word from the book as the word censored in the book title was changed to a different word pertaining to who is blamed for the crime. Boy, you want I, the title of the movie? Is that uh, what you're looking for? I guess so. Yeah, we're going for the movie title. Just write yeah. that down. Doug, do not reveal your answer until I ask you for it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to write my answer down. God, I have no idea right now. I've uh, even I've even read it, and that's weird because I don't read a lot of books. You don't read books. You're not a reader. I'm not a reader. We are. You are not as what Doug, uh, uh, Bill Hicks would say. We got ourselves a reader. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I just finished John Ross Bowie's memoir, and I loved it. It's great. Everyone should read it. Memoirs are great to read, and of course, the whole time you're reading, you're like, yeah, I should write mine. <laughs> it, I will say, it's weird to read a, a memoir. Uh, I've never read a, a memoir by someone I know, and that's kind of mm. a strange experience to know the person and read about their life in in very private detail. Now, Todd Glass's memoir brought up the fact that. Uh, brought never not funny up and and mm. podcasting mm. did john ross bowie bring us up well jimmy maybe that'll be in the sequel all right <laughs> it kind of goes up it kind of it's interestingly kind of ends i thought it would be a lot more about him being on big bang and 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 like that but it kind of just kind of ends at that moment at the move huh at, yeah at, at him getting that break oh and, great yeah uh, so I guess, yeah, we weren't really hmm. included in the time frame. Seems like we'd be front of mind, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, all right. That's listen. why you can't read these things. Because uh, you get hurt. You yeah. Feelings get you hurt. can't find out you're not in there. Yeah. Uh, all right. You know what we'll do right now? We'll take a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come back, we'll go around the horn. We'll get everybody's answer. And uh, we'll do all that when we come back right after this. Hey, gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Doug Benson is on Twitter, at Doug Benson. Uh, you can also go to DougLovesMovies.com to find out what uh, dates he has coming up. I know he's going to be at the Dynasty Typewriter doing Doug Loves Movies live on the 5th of March. Uh, but check out Doug Loves Movies, his podcast, where he talks about movies with some fun people. And uh, Wide World of Dougs, uh, him and Doug Mellor talking about being named Doug and talking about other people's names, what their names mean, all that good stuff. Those are both available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Jimmy Pardo is going to be at Go Bananas this weekend, Cincinnati, Ohio, the 17th and 18th of February. Those are the dates. And then he's in Cedar Rapids at the Olympic Theater on March 11th. And he's in the Yoohoo Room at Flappers in Bourbon, California, March 18th. He also has a, uh, a Flappers virtual show coming up March 24th. 
So you can get all those uh, dates and deets on his website, jimmypardo.com. Click the tour link. And then finally, uh, if you want to check out Garen's The Darkest Hours, that's his book. It's now available as an audiobook. So get that on Amazon or wherever you get audiobooks, I assume, is where you do that stuff. Enjoy! Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much uh, as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other are – are you at the – wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is it, here's the important thing Earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. 
That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, these, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then, they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these are right. not professional these are broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning Today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earnin. It's your money. Get it now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 3125, final episode of the season. We welcome uh, you into listening. We appreciate you listening. Doug Benson's here with us, taking time away from one of his many podcasts. And The Road. He travels the road quite a bit doing standing-up comedy. Uh, Doug, do you, do you do any evening shows anymore, or are you just all going and doing those 420 programs, those matinees? I like a matinee at 420. I still have a bunch of those that I do, but I also you know, do the, the re- standard regular nighttime stuff. I'm a fan of what's happening, by the way. More and more clubs are going to a 7.30, 9.30 instead of an 8 and 10 mm-hmm. or a 7 and a 9. And boy, do I like that. It's, That's nice. It's better for everybody involved. The people are not as tired. They're not as drunk. Yeah. We're not as tired. We're not as, I don't drink, but other comics yeah. uh, do. And uh, it's better for everybody. And you're done earlier. Like mm-hmm. Makes uh, sense. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It's just... Uh, uh, yeah, they could tag on a late show for the kids. If you want one. You know? I don't want to. Put on some younger comic and get, them, a, get a younger crowd to come out. Midnight. Do your midnight show with the young folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Doug Benson. All right, listen. Let's. Uh... Sitting cross legged on the floor. As Jimmy goes around the hall. Gary sucks. Uh, all right, we check in with Garen. He's the Pop Culture East. He's over there at the Pop Culture East Info Desk. That is sponsored by Lemon Ice Designs. Head over there, buy two T-shirts, get a Jimmy Pardo or a Never Not Funny shirt for free. That is LemonIceDesigns.com. Uh, Garen, how are you? And how are you? we talked a little bit about the Super Bowl and so on and so forth. How was the rest of your weekend? Uh, maybe I should turn my mic on. Yeah, that'll help us all. Uh, good. Everything's going good. I've you got a new sweatshirt, it appears. And, and honestly, it looks a little uh, little thick for me. Is it, is it, <laughs> it is thick? It is a little thick. It is a little thick. Well, it look, looks like thick ink, it too. It feels thick. It's, yeah. It is the ink. The ink's not very pliable. And what is it? What, what, it's, it's, it's Scream Scream. Scream. we got Scream 4 coming up, right? We've got Scream 6 Scream coming six. up. Oh, six. Couple behind. You know what? The V1. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm looking at the poster <laughs> right. in my head, and it, I, it, I did the one V the wrong way in well, the Well, end. the last but one was just called Scream, The last one was right? just Scream, so is this one going to be Scream 2? <laughs> scream 2-2. Two, two. Scream 2 again? I think it's yeah. uh, Scream 2 uh, with a 3 next to it. That's not 2 squared. Well, they turn the yeah. M. They've turned the M into a into VI. A VI oh. That's why I got confused. I made it an IV. I didn't see that last one, but I heard it was good. Was it good? I heard good things too, but I just I took a pass because I was like, if it's perfect, it's still not going to be good enough for me, because the first scream is like so iconic. Yeah. Why do you need to even? I also find that it's amusing that Scary Movie was a parody of Scream, and there's as many of those as there are Scream mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Garen, you saw the new Scream, right? I did. And you're going to see the new one the day it comes out. Oh, of course. Of course, you love it. You put your mask on, you go and sit in the back, you scare the people as they walk out. I've done that before. Wait, what? Uh, When Halloween, the (laughs) curse of Michael Myers came out, I was probably 17, 16, is that 96? Anyway, 
Uh, so I went to see it at the Covadas Theater in Westland, Michigan. It was pretty much sold out. There was a guy who was talking shit throughout the whole movie. Didn't put it on to make him shut up because he would have murdered me. But when it was over, I just kind of slipped it on and I got up and I just started walking. <laughs> this one lady, I was walking towards the front because there's an exit there. And she turned around and saw me. She just went, oh, my Lord. And she just <laughs> took off running. Love it. so fucking funny. That's awesome. Yeah, it was <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. You still have the mask? I've got mine. I still have my Michael Mara mask. I don't, but somebody just sent me one. Oh. So I have a, a new Michael Back Mara's in business. Mask. Wait a minute. I got, I got to check my stock. Uh -oh. Maybe my son uh, went, you know what, Jimmy? Dad doesn't need this. I'll send it to Garen. Uh, just feels I don't like need a it. great way to get like clocked Punch or in the something. Face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it just seems like people are too intense these days. Today, I would probably be in traction after doing that. Yeah, you. Uh, I don't then. think you do it today. No, no, I don't. Mm -mm. And you missed your chance because I think that last Halloween supposedly is the the last Halloween, right? Well, there'll be another one. There'll oh, be another. There's got to be, right? I, I hope they don't not let any one. IP go to waste. Don't, don't make me spend more money on that fucking <laughs> Blum franchise. Blum they put him in their intro for their movies. They're they're not going to be done with that. I there'll see. There'll be another one. It might be a few years, but there'll be another one. Yeah, maybe a new town. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe a new attitude. Sure. <laughs> Patty LaBelle style. <laughs> you know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Michael Myers knows what he's doing and he knows, where he knows yeah. where he's going and he knows what to do. <laughs> he's got a new attitude. All right, Garen, what's your guess on this? The, uh, the 1989 movie that uh, based on the Gary K. Wolf uh, uh, murder uh, mystery, or whatever uh, it was called. I was bouncing back and forth between a couple. I don't know if this is the right year, but I'm going to go with suspect suspect. Now that is the, uh, the, is that, uh, the aforementioned Harrison Ford is he is he in that? Or am I thinking I a witness? I'm I thinking a witness. Yeah, I can't witness. think of what suspect is. Suspect. Oh, it's a woman. It's Cher. It's Cher. Yeah. I feel like it's earlier. I don't think it's. I don't think it's '89. But well, who's the who's the dude in Suspect? Is it Liam Neeson? Maybe or like. I want to say Tom Berenger for some reason. Ooh, that, that's a, it's, no, it's, like it's a, somebody that definitely takes a backseat to Cher. It's a. <laughs> It, it's 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 a what's that guy's name who just died who was in the Marvel movies? Burt Backrack. Oh, William Hurt. It's a William Hurt type. I feel uh, like it looks oh, like, but it might type. be Liam Neeson. How you say it? William Hurt. A, a, a like young Neeson, Neeson, I guess. Like so then Harrison Ford. He'd be very young. Garen's <laughs> uh, looking it up as we speak. Yeah, yeah I just confirmed. It what's is. That? It, well, Dennis Quaid is also in it. Oh. That's who I was thinking of. But, but it's the Neeson. Bad guy is Liam Neeson. Oh, ah. the, the Spoiler alert! Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's the bad guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that, there you go. Well, yeah. I was going to watch that tonight. <laughs> you watch that tonight? Oh, that's yeah. really bad timing. So then. weird. Liam uh, Neeson's. You know, he he can be the bad guy out of nowhere. Like he's the bad guy at the end of Kinsey. I don't know if I saw that. No, it's just a movie about a sex doctor. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, I. Uh, I. I will see any Liam Neeson movie. I know they're all horrible, yeah. but I'll see. If They're he, not all horrible. Uh, I liked Up All Night. I liked. Uh, what was the? Or was it Run All Night? Run All Night. What was the? Run the All Night's really one? good. Blinded. What was the most recent one? Snowblind or something Snowblind like that. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's we, not good, but I liked his, it. He ran a snow truck, and he got. So it was a remake of a foreign film, I think. But yeah, I mean, you know, Walk Amongst the Tombstones. You ever see that one? I don't think I have. That one's pretty good. Um... Yeah, he's made some good, and you know the first Taken is fun in its in its, it's way. Good. I like I like all the Taken. It's I, so I'm weird. In. I mean, when you think about, I think I first became aware of him because of Schindler's List. So you think about like the guy from Schindler's List is now just like this dude who cranks out these crazy movies. Yeah, uh, it's he keeps bizarre. saying he's going to stop with the action stuff, but 
I thought he's really funny in the first Lego movie as good cop, bad cop. Yeah. Because he did this weird, like, high pitch voice for the good <laughs> cop. It's like, yeah. Liam Neeson, come on! Uh, <laughs> Blacklight is what you're... Blacklight. Blacklight and Memory came out oh. last year. Yes, and they're both not good, but I liked them both. Are you interested in Marlowe? Uh, uh, sure. <laughs> it's like is he in it yeah he's then Marlo. yes yeah it's it's like a he's film noir Marlo. but i don't yeah Maltese falcon type thing yeah it's yeah. more of like i think it leans more towards his like good movies rather yeah. than his like schlocky well then great then, then yeah that's win-win and you like you're all in to noir right now oh we're the whole the, the whole family's a noir we're a noir family all oh, okay have Watch. you watched uh, la confidential with oliver i believe he's watched it with danielle okay yeah uh i believe that has I'm been like that, a lot. That, that has been covered uh, all right, let's check in with the bomb cyclone. He's back there behind Video Village. That's Hello. The, uh, it's our friend Elliot Hogberg. Yes, sir. Palms, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything happened over the weekend that uh, you could uh, tell us about? Sure. So uh, I went to a recording of Go Fact Yourself. Oh, yeah. With, with our friends uh, uh, Helen Hong and J. Keith Van Stratton uh, hosting. And it was uh, Bruce Valanche. Bruce, Bruce Valanche and uh, Josephine. Oh, I can't remember her last name. She did um, Women Have Curves. Okay. This was on Saturday night. It was on Saturday night. And then who were the experts? Oh, well, I'm not going to tell you that because it hasn't been released oh, yet. Wait, tell me off the air because I was sure. I was told I should go because I would really like one of the experts. Mm. And we couldn't because we had those hot Titanic tickets. Hey. <laughs> Already had How's plans. this experts thing work? What do you mean by You have experts? not done Go, go Fact Yourself? I've, I've heard about it, oh, but great. I don't know how yeah. the expert thing works. Uh, for instance, you, have, you would pinpoint something that you are a huge... Oh, as a guest, you have to pick a topic. Yes. Right. And, and then, then they bring somebody in that knows more about it than you. Not more. Just somebody that's related to it in some yeah. way. And oh, then, then related you might, to it. You might yeah. faint because you got to meet them, perhaps. Yes. Right. And they might know way less than you know because yes. they it wasn't there. Because they don't care. They weren't obsessed with <laughs> yes. whatever They did it, it and then they moved on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah like William Shatner and the old sketch telling them they're all a bunch of nerds. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. People have lives, yeah. as you say. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. I, I like the premise. I, I, that's, but that's why I haven't done the show, is just because I haven't. I, I wouldn't even know what to choose what as my thing. Narrow it down to. Yeah, it's like yeah. picking a song at karaoke. Hmm. You have a tough time choosing. I huh? cannot do it. Uh, what I used you? to not be able to pick a movie in a video store. Now I just scroll around on the stream. Well, sure. well, here, here's here's a hint for you, uh, uh, Doug. If you um, if you think of people who are still alive who you like might like to meet who might show up, <laughs> then backtrack and then pick your category that way. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good way to genius. Do it. Mm. That's a good way to do it. I just don't know how hard they. I, I think I'd still get Bruce Lynch. <laughs> 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 because uh, your neuro thing is you like fun t-shirts. <laughs> so. uh, and they can't fit. <laughs> <laughs> Has to be a crop top. Yeah. <laughs> what, was, what was the t-shirt? Is it, oh, man. Oh, that's the, that's the only thing I care about with this I can't story. pull it. I can't pull it. He was oh, wearing man. he was wearing a fun T-shirt though. I, I will I will acknowledge that, but I don't recall. I th- I think it might have been on theme for one of his uh, categories though. Oh. Memory serves. I remember thinking that, but I don't. He was booked on this show once, and then he had yeah. to uh, cancel, and then we. Uh, That's right. He never. Uh, that was that. Yeah, that was that. And sometimes yeah. that happens, and it's weird. It's yeah. like. Then you reach out again, yeah. and then they re- they don't they reach yeah. out, and you reach out, and, and then you, you can't find a date, and then eventually you just go, eh, I, <laughs> Everyone, it's just never going to happen. Yeah, everyone just gives up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, wasn't meant to be. Yeah, and, it's, and you just you say it out loud every time that person's name comes up. Oh, they were almost on my yeah, show. They were almost there. <laughs> almost did it. Uh, all right, what's your guess? Didn't happen. So, oh wait, did you have something more to say about well, that? Uh, so I was going to say two other things. Yeah. Uh, well, at least one other thing. 
Um, one of the things was apparently KPCC is now LAist, which uh, is infuriating to a lot of folks. Well, hmm. I am lamenting whoever does their like logos and, and merch and stuff because I think that they changed. They just recently changed like the the KPCC logo and branding. I think they had just changed. And so now they've got it like they've got vans. They've got to rewrap their vans oh boy. with this mm-hmm. LAS stuff. Or maybe they'll throw a sticker on, I guess. I don't know. Sure. But uh, there's that. But then the other thing that happened was, this is only uh, important to me, but you might find it interesting. Uh, afterwards, we went to go have dinner, and I go to, to get my car to move it to park it into charge. And I'm wearing these new, um, I, I, I knew for me, Doc Martin uh, shoes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to rush across the street. Uh, there was a little bit of uneven pavement. And I turned my ankle. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Really? And so, and so I'd never done that before, I think. This is the first time you've turned your ankle yeah. in your life? Yeah. What? I, I might have sprained like a calf or something like that in the past. And I've certainly, we've talked about my knee things that we happened. certainly have, yeah. of course. But I, I've never done that. So, uh, yeah, uh, yesterday was uh, a lot of uh, sitting on the couch. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. And it's, it's actually, it's significantly better today. You know, in that football game last night, that guy turned his ankle. It looked like he almost broke his foot. Then he came out and played a then second he won. half. And he won. Wow. He, you couldn't leave your couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Although, although the, the nice, well, I was told not to. Uh, I don't have, uh, you know, doctors you are going to inject me yes. thing with things. Yeah, perhaps, you so didn't have the adrenaline that that guy had. He wanted to win. You just right. wanted yeah. to live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to not end up having to, you know, get a procedure. Um, <laughs> was it a situation where you were in the street and you could have gotten hit, like, were there, there cars? Was, there, weren't, there wasn't a lot of traffic. I wasn't okay. across where I'd crossed. Who was going in? Are you and a friend? Uh, I went with my friend Gretchen, yes. Wonderful. Yes. Sounds great. Yeah, so we uh, we went we went there. There was, uh, there was mixed masks. I didn't wear a mask. They had nice high ceilings and wow. there was, there was, it was a full audience, but... Um, That's big but I for felt, you. I felt pretty comfortable that it wasn't a big this deal. This is a different Elliot than at the start of this pandemic. Well, sure. Of course, things change. Yeah, but I mean, for I mean, you've really changed. Uh, We've I, kind of all. I got, commend you for that. Honestly, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you uh, held us hostage for a while about doing this show in person. Yeah, that's fair. And then, well, and this to, is to, you now. To be to be fair to me, uh, the, the our knowledge was different at that point. True. Uh, yes. So you know, but and we've, again, no, no judgment. I, I I think it's great that you are. Uh, able to enjoy life because you were not for a long time. Well, I was enjoying myself, but we don't need to talk about that. You understand my point. <laughs> What's your guess? Um, so I may have misunderstood the question, but mm-hmm. I thought that there had to be a, sen- a word that was censored in the title somehow. Yeah. Um, although I couldn't find one. So I went with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which I realized I don't think that movie was released in 89. So that's sure. why I know I'm wrong. Yeah. But uh, but that's where I went. Uh, I thought maybe Bang Bang was fuck fuck. Well, I think that if you listen to the question closely, the actual word censored was in the title of the book. Oh, not a word that was. Yeah, censored. the word no. censored. As, as, I, as I mentioned about 40 seconds ago, I misunderstood the question. Yeah, fair. Uh, Matt, what is your guess, please? You said you knew it immediately. Who framed Roger Rabbit? I thought of that and I said that can't be it because there's no swear words in it. Uh, Doug, yeah. your guess. Same. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Damn. And this is 89. So I went uh, with Batman. <laughs> oh. sure. It's the only movie I could think of that came out in '89, yeah. and quite frankly, I did not understand the question. It was originally was called Scatman. <laughs> <laughs> they had to censor it. Uh, all right, so uh, it sounds like uh, two of you got it right. Wait, what was the original book title? Who, Who censored, censored Roger, Roger Rabbit? Rabbit. Oh. Oh. And they had to frame him instead because censored really for especially a movie that kids are probably going to see. Yeah, what isn't, really, isn't really interesting. All right, here we go. Who, uh, the answer is who censored Roger Rabbit? I can't find any information as to why it was changed, but the book is quite <laughs> different from the movie. And although they share many broad strokes about the plot, the, the movie makes many changes from the book. Yeah, the book is kind of racy. Like it's uh, it's a little it's more adult. 
Yeah, the whole thing was supposed to be sort of more adult. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's why Jessica Rabbit ended up like that. Right. Because they had to do the animation first. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Get that started early. But, um, but yeah, it's just an interesting movie. I've talked to people about it on Douglas Movies that it's just, it doesn't hold up as a classic because Roger Rabbit himself hasn't held up. Like, he's mm. not, he's an annoying character. Yes. And always has been. He just wasn't a, <laughs> a toy that kids wanted to have. They just finally now are starting the process of, you know, basically removing him from the, the theme parks, oh, like wow. the park here in Anaheim. Uh, you know, it used to be Roger Roger Rabbit's Toontown, yeah, and now it's Mickey and Minnie's Toontown. Oh wow! And, uh, yeah, and there was a ride. There was a there, Roger the ride, ride is still there. Oh, okay, so he still got Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. Yeah, but uh, I think there was also a big fountain that was Roger Rabbit that I think they've taken out, and uh, they're just you know I don't think they're backing away from that movie, but it is kind of a, it's a weird part of their history to have mm. kind of a <laughs> they're kind of an no adult cares. an adult movie and yeah. also you know just where all these random cartoon characters are like in in peril and christopher lloyd is scary in that movie yeah. mm -hmm. like he's a scary villain <laughs> so uh it's a it's a weird and bob hoskins of all people yeah. acting with these he had to tell you rabbits he, and stuff yeah, there's a time where you couldn't see a movie and bob hoskins wasn't in it he yeah. was in everything yeah he was a big deal for a while he's passed away we've lost so we've don't lost pick him. that for a go factor he's, <laughs> lost him. he's not your guy i love that movie i was like 15 so i was old enough to get it but not too old that i wasn't interested you know what i mean like yeah. i was like i and i just the idea I, I i love any movie about hollywood but i also just love the idea that like cartoon characters are just working actors wandering around yeah <laughs> it's it, just fun it, and it pushes so many nostalgia buttons like yeah. anytime you can just have like all these endless cameos from characters that right. mm -hmm. you remember from the past and some you might not even remember right. like that stuff is just uh it's it's too much fun and you got the great charles fleischer so everybody everybody <laughs> wins <laughs> it was great yeah. Yeah, it didn't make any sense what did you good. bet matt I bet 22. Oh, that's all you had left. That's what I had. 22. So wow. you, you beat Doug. I, I, yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, you bet 10. I bet 10. I yeah. Went, I went my 10. Uh, all right. We get $5. All right. All right. Yeah, then keep that keep that tin open. All right. Here, I'm going to pass the tin to you. All right. Yeah, that makes the most sense. There we go. Where's my All right. Here we go. This is from the Jeremy Herbal Trivia Tin. Why don't you go there ahead and play go. that uh, tune there, Elliot? not win one week does he send for 26 did somebody not get you know I, I didn't get my five once <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know uh, maybe maybe the teller gave me five five too many oh did you put that in there yes because I went and oh he, I, I he had, Venmo'd you and, he Venmo'd and yeah, I had yeah. to go get it all right at, at any rate uh all right Doug we pay this out uh, five dollars, uh -huh. and so we pay Matt five dollars, and we're counting to five by fives. Okay, and we do this Joker's Wild style. All right, so everybody does it. Here we go, and five. five. All right, congratulations, Matt. Thank you. Matt is also the year-end champion, so why waste any time and uh, do this on another show? Uh, we're going to count to fifty by fifties. So Matt, you're the big year-end winner. All right, uh, here we go, and. 50. 50. Thank you very much. Very nice. And then, you know what? Let's put this five in for uh, for safety. I yeah, guess. I, don't, I don't know what we do with that. 
Um, what was I, I'm curious what the final tally was for everybody though. Uh, with that, with that well, that 22 is going to really change it. Uh, Elliot's looking at it right now. Well, I don't know if I have this exactly right because I think and I you stopped were looking once at it earlier. Where'd you, where'd you, Garen? Garen? Garen probably's got a better thing. I, I think Matt should have 173. That sounds close to right. That's with the 22. That's with the 22. Right, so at so least 169 up top. And then uh, no, uh, I have 73. Okay. Uh, wait. Did I beat you, Garen? That's all that yes. really matters to me. Elliot has 116. <laughs> Jimmy has 90. All right. And Matt has 170? 170. See, that's what I was yeah. telling you. There, was, yeah, there okay. was no way we could catch you. Yeah. Uh, well, congratulations. Thank you. And go fuck yourself. <laughs> of course. So, uh, I'm pretty excited about my 10. <laughs> well, uh, you, got the, you got the answer. You know what, Doug? Give him that five. Hey, what? five What's happening? Yes. Five dollars. Oh, Play it. Joker's wild stuff. Play it. This is crazy. Play it. Oh god. Where is it? There. The guest is the champion, my friend. You know, I let Jeremy hear his name twice <laughs> as I talk over it. <laughs> right in front right of his face. <laughs> All right, so we're counting to fives. Five, five fives. Yeah. Here we go, Doug. And five. five. There we go. Yes. A rare double payout. Doug got yeah. it right. He deserves it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Any other night, that uh, any other day, that could have been a winner for him. But uh, mm-hmm. Matt Belknap knew it as well and had a higher, had a twenty-two remaining. Unbelievable. Wow. I don't. I think what was the whatever the thing was last week sounded like it would be hard, and so I bet low. Like I had one low and one high mm-hmm. left last week, and I just went low last week. I see. What was it? I guess the question that Sean and I has asked as many times, how low can you go? Uh, All I know is Joe. That was no, Nutella. That was Nutella. Oh, was right, right. Oh, yeah. You had your Nutella that you snuck in with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the gentleman's name is Doug Benson. He's got two podcasts. He's uh, on tour as a comedian. You can see him either at 420. I've just been told he does the evening shows from time to time <laughs> as well. Right. Doug, do you have, you used to, there was a time in your career that you brought along the same opening act on a regular basis. Do you do that currently? And if so, who is that gentleman or lady? No, I don't have a, an opener because I don't. I re- I'm sort of cut back on the road stuff. I don't do it as as much as I did, and now I I try to always, if I'm out on the road, try to get in a Douglas movies taping because that's the more you know that's the fun thing to do in a city that mm-hmm. uh, you know doesn't normally have it or only gets it once a year or so, and then uh, and then I you know sprinkle in some stand up as well but so i don't so i just have to get a whole panel of guests i have to get three guests for douglas movies when right. I go places so i just sort of uh pick and choose based on there's there's so much local talent in most cities these days and then you never know who's going to be like rolling through or i'll pick a weekend where i know the headliner and say hey, come do douglas movies in the afternoon before your show and yeah. do they always say yes or do you get some guys that would say i'd rather take a nap jimmy pardo they say <laughs> they say I'd rather take a nap or I have like day plans, you know, or my family's going to be with me. So that's, you know, mm-hmm. since I have shows that night, I do stuff with them today. There's all that. But there's always, uh, you know, an overly competitive comedian who has an afternoon to kill anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so coming out and playing a tri- trivia games, like, I, fortunately, a lot of them are really into it. But it's also funny when a comic's not into it, like Zach Galifianakis did 
Douglas movies for the first time in a long time okay. in front of an audience. And uh, to give you an idea of what his appearance was like, when I asked everybody to name a football movie they like, because this was the episode right before the Super Bowl, uh, he said, "Bend it like Beckham." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and would not, and would not, you know, change to an actual, you know what I mean? He wouldn't then play along with what I wanted. Mm -hmm. He just really stuck to his guns on "Bend it like Beckham," and uh, you know, and of course that's hilarious, but you know. That's that's what I have to deal with. <laughs> uh, by the way, I promised some uh, movie games. I think the smartest thing to do before we go oh, yeah. is to play seven. Yes. And uh, what I think would be fun, Matt, because you're more of a movie guy than I am. Okay. I know, even though I love movies and yeah. stuff, but you, you know more minutiae. Uh, let's have Doug be the contestant both times. Okay. I'll give the Doug first. Okay. Then you give the Doug second. All right. And uh, Doug, this is like Pyramid. Mm -hmm. uh, we have to get seven in in uh, each one. You have seven seconds to get each uh, clue. I give you clues pyramid style, uh, and um, the faster you get it, the more points. Faster you get, you get it, the more points you get. And we we want to get seven. And we're going to do uh, now. Here's here's what you get to choose from since you're a guest: movies, mm -hmm. movies in general, or we can do uh, horror, comedy, award winners, or rom com. Wow. So Any uh, of those. you think about that while this plays. Go right ahead, Elliot. All right, let's play sevens. Uh, Doug, what category would you like? And you have to do the same category. Okay. Uh, how about award winners? Okay, award winners. I'm going to put the glasses on. Here we go. They have a hot dog stand at Disneyland called Award Wieners. <laughs> That's what they do. It's true. <laughs> I heard they're changing that because kids don't like wieners. Here we go. You ready? <laughs> but they love accolades. <laughs> uh, here we go. Award winners. And again, we got to get this as quickly as possible. Okay. Uh, whoop, my sound is not on. Three, two, one. Here it comes. Uh, uh, dinosaurs, the first one. Jurassic Park. Yes. Uh, uh, toothpicks in the eyes. Uh, 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 Clockwork Orange. Yes. Uh, uh, you talking to me? Uh, De Niro. Taxi Driver. Yes. Uh, we talked about it. boxing movie. Stallone. Uh, Rocky. Yes. Rocky Balboa. Uh, a Tarantino movie about slavery. Uh, Inglory. <laughs> Django and Jane. Yes. Uh, uh, if I was a rich man, musical. Uh, the roof. Yes. Uh, about a book turning into a movie. Uh, a writing. An adaptation. Yes. Nice. Nice. Wow. That's stellar. Good. Twenty four. Twenty four. Uh, that's pretty good. We got fives. The only one, we got two on Clockwork Orange and two on Django. Three on Adaptation, four on Fiddle on the Roof. But we got a five on Jurassic Park, and five is rare to go. That's, yeah, that's, that's rare. Huge. That's fast. Yeah, that's going to be tough to beat. And then, uh, yeah, Taxi Driver and Rocky and uh, Fiddler. We, uh, we got four is pretty good, too. So, all right. So, Here same category. Award winners again. Here we go. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, it's the Gay Cowboys. <laughs> From Greg Mountain. Yep. Um, he's a boy and his nose gets longer. Pinocchio. Yep. Guillermo del Toro's uh, Pinocchio. Uh, um, the um, uh, Dustin Hoffman is a woman. Uh, Tootsie. Yep. Uh, this is the uh, Fitzgerald novel and uh, DiCaprio was uh, in the uh, movie. Uh, uh, oh, um, Greg Gatsby. Yep. Uh, this is the Queen of the Nile. Uh, oh, Elizabeth oh. Taylor was in the movie. Oh, Cleopatra. Yep. Um, uh, Woody Allen's big movie uh, in the 70s. Annie Hall. Yep. And oh, this is uh, not the sun, but the moon, and it's made out of uh, uh, paper moon. Yes, 
<laughs> I didn't know how to attack that <laughs> Those movie. Were good clues. If I'm going to guess, 19 is my guess. 17. 17. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. You know, for the fun of it, uh, let's, Garen, I'm going to have you give clues to Doug as well. Okay. Uh, and then we'll, then we'll get out of here. Elliot, no disrespect to you. <laughs> uh, but Garen is also a movie guy. Sure. And uh, let's give uh, Garen a chance to uh, give uh, some clues to, uh, All right, to Doug. All right, here we go. Get the glasses movies. off. Well, I can't say it right. Movies award winning, right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. Movies. Plus, you know, my phone can't play this game properly for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, that's why, we're, that's why you're saying that's, that's, <laughs> that's it. Totally why. I don't think 24 is beatable. I, I feel like that's. Okay. Here we go. Three. Two, one. Uh, pig. <laughs> Nicholas Cage? No, no. Uh, they, they're, they're talking. <laughs> Babe. Pig. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, it's like from the 60s, I think. They Barbarella? The human body. Oh, Fantastic Voyage. Yes. Uh, Robert De Niro movie. You're talking to me? Uh, <laughs> uh, wait, Taxi Driver yep. again? <laughs> uh, uh, Oliver Stone, military. Uh, f- uh, oh, Platoon. Yes. Uh, Elizabeth Taylor, Queen of the Nile. Cleopatra. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, it's Chris. Oh shit! It's an army movie. I think it's about finding Obama or something. Ah shit! What? Uh, finding Kira who? Kira Sedgwick, um, Jane Austen movie. Kira, Kira Knightley. No. Uh, Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. Fucking yeah. Military one threw me off completely. We gotta uh, let it. Uh, uh, was it Zero Dark Thirty? Yes. Yeah. That, oh, Jessica said, Chastain. You said finding Obama. <laughs> yeah. I forgot what it was about. Osama. 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 Osama, Osama bin Laden. Laden. Oh, Osama. <laughs> By the way, that's why I wanted him to give clues, because he gets all rattled and he's not good at it. What was the oh, score? Yeah. What was the score? 11. 11. After I nailed it the other night. Too. Yeah, you yeah. did very well the other night. You were very... Uh, Man, that's I, a tough category, uh, I think. What is this tough. one? Yeah. I, I think, think it's an easy one, because you you know all the movies. Yeah, I don't know, but it's so it's a wide it range of, of eras. It, like, it goes range. to the 60s. It goes to the... But you got an expert like Doug Benson on it. I know. Playing, you were good to go. <laughs> He'd be better giving, honestly, because he's the one who knows them all. Well, no, but then I'd maybe say things that you wouldn't know uh, what I'm talking about. Too smart. That's, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. Who's in, paper, who's in Paper Moon? I forget. Ryan O'Neill and Tatum O'Neill. But if you just said Ryan O'Neill and Tatum O'Neill together, I don't know if we would have gotten there faster than Moon and Paper. Like you, the way you broke it down was, <laughs> yeah, was like good. F- works yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Uh, Doug, thanks for uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. Uh, we thank you, the listener, for subscribing. We thank you for supporting. We thank you for uh, uh, listening to this program and uh, supporting and subscribing at any level that you do. We certainly do appreciate it. Uh, but do not forget that the platinum, uh, those new perks are uh, are fun and wonderful. So uh, get on board now if you have not already, uh, or if you are already on board, uh, look for those to be coming to your home. I guess in three months or so, right? Yeah. That's when everything uh, kind of. Uh, Ships out. Uh, ships out. Yeah. Uh, shape up, buddy, oh, or ship out. What? One, oh, what's one, going on? One thing I want to remember is uh, all of these are while supplies last. So, no, so if you, you if you get to us in like November, like we will probably do Subtoberfest again this year, and we'll have for that. But if you get us to November, December, uh, we may run out. So just uh, and we we and if we run out, there's a good chance you're going to get yourself a trucker hat. <laughs> That's exactly true. Exactly true. Somebody, uh, as we mentioned on that bonus episode, somebody uh, ordered 500 too many, <laughs> and to this second doesn't know how we did it. Yeah. How do you screw up by 500? As I tried to say on the on the bonus show. Even when you then went, okay, your total is X amount of money, you'd right. go, well, that seems high for yeah, what we're that's ordering. way too much money. I still went, yeah, sounds good. Click. Unless they were like, if you order X number of hats, you get 500 free. <laughs> like, that's the <laughs> only thing I it's could the understand. only, because I don't understand how you fuck up by 500, 50 maybe. Right. Five, mm-hmm. How do you screw up by 500 too many? I don't know. That's a lot. 
and I don't see the the price break being so great. Um, well, if you order five hundred oh, more, you'll save right. so much money. Was it that we thought? We were that we were thinking of which which tier was the wrong tier. Like we thought we needed X number, but we needed way less than that because it was. A, being, I don't remember no, what well, tier it was. There, there is a thing in in printing and in like these kind of things where like if you get a thousand of something, it's eight hundred dollars. But if you get seven hundred, it's seven hundred twenty-five. Like right. that does happen. Yeah, there's right. yeah, crazy yeah, yeah, price yeah. breaks. That's true. right. So so maybe that's what happened. It's, that you it, thought it it's, has to get more, it's and you didn't the, realize it was five hundred more that you'd have to actually do something with. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'll get some extra ones, not considering you'd have to store them. Yeah. Well, I don't have to. AST Records has to for some reason. They're saddled with them. Uh, In our cardboard maze of an office. Yeah, they're, they're, they're right next to the uh, Tommy McNamara albums. Hey, he's, what Tommy got to get hurt? Uh, what? That's what? the second time he got hurt. Yeah. He likes it. He likes hearing his name. Who doesn't? Who, the fuck, who doesn't like hearing their name? In you, a positive way. You yeah. you hate getting you get kicked in the nuts by a letter and you got mad about it. Well, that guy it. can go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> you, him, him and his wonderful artwork. <laughs> him and his gorgeous. What was it, Jake? Jake Fuckwad. What was his name? Jake Parker. Jake Parker. Yeah. All right. Like a fucking dog. <laughs> uh, thank, Jake, thanks again for sending that. Hey, thanks everybody. On behalf of the pop culture, there he is over there, Garen Cocker, behind the video village. That's the bomb cycling now. The Hopper, the Hot Show, Matt Belknap, our great friend Doug Benson. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC.